0: Welcome to episode 145 of the Reptile Gumbo podcast. Uh, again, I'm I'm short a co-host, but I've got Robert. Robert's here. Howdy. Katie's busy being the uh, the functioning parent and like taking a kid to birthday parties and doing that kind of stuff. I'm being, I'm being the horrible parent and said, no, the podcast is more important than my kid. <laughs> so, you know, what are they doing? Uh, birthday at, uh, um, urban air, urban air. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what it was. So, uh, and then we had a, a, our guest lined up for tonight, who is now lined up for next week. We had some stuff come up, uh, but we, uh, we'll get to our, our guest that we do have tonight. I was super excited to get this one on cause I don't want to have this one back on, but uh, before we get there, let's do our, uh. Our stuff real quick if you need a high quality PVC Katie's okay, not here high quality PVC rack cages hides you you know the drill yep uh, contact LSReptileRacks.com and get a hold of Robert get your rack cages your PVC hides signs you've been busy with signs lately you had a yeah. lot
1: I'm talking to a customer right now about a sign actually
0: so yeah if you want a custom PVC sign get with Robert uh, I'm say so, oh there's Katie she's a Facebook user my chair is empty. Yeah. Okay, there's Justin. Uh, also, uh, Herb Swiftile shows. You just had a Herb Swiftile show in Slidell. Y'all had the power go out.
1: We did. Uh, and I made probably 80% of my sales while the power was out.
0: <laughs> yeah, y'all are packing. It was like right after y'all opened on uh, Saturday.
1: Probably 10.30, maybe 11, and the power went out. And uh, it was out for about an hour, hour and a half. It got really warm in there. I bet it was like 83, 84 degrees that day. And people
0: that go to reptile shows have been known to have pretty good hygiene. So I bet it started to smell
1: really good. Luckily I was right by the doors because when the power went out, the roll up door where the main entrance is closed. Oh, like one of the deputies was standing there and didn't see it. And like Sean, like grabbed him and pulled him out of the way. And then we realized a trash can was in the way. So let's see if this trash can get yeeted across the freaking room. Cause Sean just reached in and grabbed it and pulled it out of the way. And, uh, I don't know. So every movie I've seen doors. like
0: Indiana Jones and all says, leave that there. So. Yeah.
1: And you know where I'm at in that corner up in the front. Yeah. So those doors got open and that, like my booth was the entrance. You had to walk through my stuff. Nice. Which was nice. I'm like, can we just keep it like this? <laughs>
0: can all shows be, uh, right. people have to walk through my booth. Right. So you're, you're the new entrance to all herp
1: shows. So yeah, it's, uh, it was a pretty, pretty decent show. Um, it rained Sunday morning, pretty nasty, so the show yeah. was really slow until probably like an hour later than it normally is slow on Sunday mornings. Yeah, but then it cleared up and got kind of, kind of cool. So good. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was basically a, a good show, show for you the weekend. The weekend before in Austin was great.
0: Yeah, I heard. So, um, and then there was a show here in Houston that was pretty rough for a lot of people I know. Uh, but it's it's shows and it's Christmas time, so people there. They're either they've bought presents and they're not spending money. I mean, it's, it's a tricky time right now. Yep. Uh, but well, speaking of <clears throat> her shows, let's go with ones that are coming up soon. Uh, oh, let's see. Well, Slidell is still here. That is, that has already happened. That is not coming up. Oklahoma city is the first one of the new year. January 14th, 15th, Longview, Texas, January 21st and 22nd. Then the big show in Conrail on January 28th and 29th down to Corpus Christi, Texas, February 25th, 26th. Then back over to Louisiana to new
1: Orleans march 4th 5th you know, yeah, we're, maybe maybe west we just got hit by a tornado oh, that's like right. a hour ago um, and that Wind dixie that's like a mile down the road is completely destroyed in a bunch of the neighborhood so oh shit waiting to see i don't i don't i think it was on the other side of the highway from the elario center yeah but you know tornadoes don't care about highways <laughs> that is true they don't stop at red lights right
0: uh and then uh brian college station texas march 11th and 12th and then waco Texas. March twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth. In case anybody's noticed, there's like this glowing light behind Robert on the screen. Uh, I picked up two emerald tree skinks from our friend Brittany Reed over at Reed's Racks. That's R A C H S because she does ractodactyl...
1: R H A C S. Ract-
0: yep, you know what I mean. Lizards with sticky feet. Ractodactilus. Lis. This is not a ractodactyl pterosaurus. Ractodactyl- this is I almost
1: fed into that post Travis made today. It was rack the deck to lick the. <laughs> we will bring that one up later too.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I got two emerald tree skinks for the school zoo that I am going to be building, and Robert and I are going to work uh, over the Christmas break on those cages for that. But these, uh, they're pretty cool. And sitting down in the open, the bright green lizards. So, although she keeps telling me they're going to like me and they'll come out of my hands, but I don't think it's going to happen. I've tried over and over again, and they don't seem to like me. Well. Well, she sends me pictures picture of them on her hands.
1: I know the ones uh, a couple of years ago at the bio dude, they would come out, you hold your hands like, you know, one on each side of their big enclosure and they'd run out and run down, you know, on one hand, across your shoulders, back on the other one, and then jump back in the enclosure.
0: Yeah. I, was I, like I would love that. Of them and they would just. I'd love that. Yeah. It was pretty neat. Logan used to love it. I'm going to try and, and tease them with food and see if they'll like me. I'm going to try and buy their love. Uh, and then also. Our friends at Wiregrass Exotics, if you're in South Alabama, Georgia, Florida, in that area, go visit Wiregrass Exotics in Ozark, Alabama for all of your reptile needs. Uh, I do want to, well, I'll bring our guests in, and then we'll do our, I do want to do our, I do want to do, do the do? No. I do want to do our giveaway for the first week of December, for last week, because we are giving away, again, a a gift each week in December, thanks to our friends over at Colossal Constrictors. But uh, I'll go ahead and bring in our guest, our I'm not gonna say savior because, but whatever. I mean, he he did help me out and come in and be my guest when I needed a guest. Um, but I mean, he owes me since he ripped me off last year and and cheated and won a competition that <laughs> I should have won. I mean, I was I was firmly in like seventh or eighth place. I voted. I've been voting for Caleb every day because I want Chris to, have to do a whole episode <laughs> with Caleb. <laughs> uh, but let's bring in our guests. It is Antoine Hood of High Desert. Python. I will reptiles, but it's not reptiles. It is pythons. <laughs> What's up, fellas? How's it going? Not much. How are you been? We've been trying to get you back on for a while, uh, so that I could I'm, complain I'm, about I'm, you ripping me off and stealing my. I'm good, picture. man,
2: but I'm kind of I'm kind of sad that uh, the end of the year is coming in my reign as the uh, lameness of the land is coming to an end.
0: Yeah, you could be. And all the bragging,
2: and all the bragging rights and glory and bitches is going to go to somebody else, <laughs> man. It's,
0: Thank God, I hope it's know. Caleb. I do. Well, yeah. I, I hope so much that Chris has to spend an hour and a half or whatever talking with Caleb. It's gonna be awesome,
2: dude. It would be the best Eyelash Viper podcast of all Eyelash Viper podcasts. <laughs> oh man! Shout out, shout out, shout out to Caleb, man. He, he's a good kid. <laughs> he really is.
0: We keep calling him a kid. He's he is legally an adult. Yeah. I mean,
2: but look at I mean, him. A court. I mean, I have I have children older than him, so he's a fucking kid to me. <laughs>
1: My daughter's like a year younger than him, so I feel that. It's just when you look at him, he looks
0: twelve. Yeah. So everybody should go yeah, for, it's it's a make a wish thing for him. Just everybody go vote for him.
2: He looks like with the guy with the glasses from hot tub time machine. I'm telling you guys. Look he it does. up. I'm telling you. He definitely <laughs> does. Oh, oh man. Tom is
0: so great. Just to force Chris to talk to him. So everybody go out there and vote for him. I know we had uh we've had, you know, we talked to several other people that are on there and but vote for Caleb because it'd be hilarious. Uh, we need to get him on here. I can't get him on here at some point. It would just be me making fun of him for like an hour and a half. No,
1: Caleb be all
2: right. No, but he's a, he's a trooper though, man. He fucking he takes it, man. He rolls with the punches. though. So. I don't know how because ain't no fucking way, man. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: loves the attention. It's just obvious. It he loves the attention. Yeah. Man. Um.
2: That, that's my boy. <clears throat> so.
0: How's everything? I saw, I saw your Christmas card. I'm kind of, I'm, so I'm kind of glad that I didn't put my address out there to get a Christmas card because I would hate to have to explain it to my kid if she went to go check the mail.
2: Uh, yeah, everybody's like, "Hey, you didn't send me one." I'm like, "I made a bunch of posts and you never sent your address." So what about – I? can't just fucking just hope it comes to you. I'm gonna send a fucking storm to your house. So yeah, I hope yeah, it, I hope it that is, doesn't it come to right me.
0: Here. Oh God, there it is. <laughs> that is so.
2: So I set it up, right? So we you open the envelope, most people open it from the back, and the first thing you see is this. You're like, oh, it's got the little Santa hat on it. That's pretty cool. And then you fucking turn it around, and this,
3: your Hold nightmares on. are just fucking.
0: I'm going to make that the whole screen. Hold it there for just a second so everybody can see. Everybody <laughs> take a look. Take in all that glory. It's <laughs> a lot of baby that, That's a big old python.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I took some liberties with Photoshop, obviously on uh, many aspects of this card. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and by many, I mean 100% of the card is photoshopped all the way down to the size of the ball python. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just So basically, that's just your face.
2: It's just... and I think I even photoshopped my cheekbones.
0: <laughs> See, I like the, the thought of someone having to sit there and take a picture of him naked while holding a ball python. I'm not going to think of it as Photoshop. I'm going to think of it real, and someone had to suffer through sitting there with with naked paint, Antoine.
2: Paint me like one of your guys.
0: <laughs> oh, someone had to oil him up for that picture. He is his own oil-up oh, person.
2: Man. Yeah, man. I don't know... Um, the idea just came to me like a while ago um i remember the first time i posted this picture without the santa hat and just you know i posted on, on regular facebook and i was like you're welcome or some shit and then Oof. a bunch of people just went crazy over it and i was like you know what man i'm gonna send out some holiday cards this year you know because one i mean just good branding you know because like dude justin kabelka reposted it on his on his story <laughs> today. that's, day and, that's and, funny and, and Brian Barchek is like, dude, I'm fucking dying. I'm on the floor rolling right now. I'm like, like, <laughs> my card? I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so, I
0: saw it pop up so, on Bob Vu and then uh, Chris Eaton yeah. posted it.
2: So I sent out 150 of them. And out of 150, only one person has been offended so far. So I calculated for 10. <laughs> so that's not bad. Please tell
0: me. what. The, okay, you don't have to tell me who, but just please tell me what they said.
2: Oh, no, it was some somebody, some guy on Bob uh, post posty commented, So, what, Christmas is just a joke now or some shit like that? Um, so now? That's like, this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh, so this is what it took for you to fucking, like, first of all, I made sure I put happy holidays on it for that reason. <laughs> you know, I fucking, I wanted to appease the masses. and You know, so, but you always, but, you know, when being a public figure and doing social media, you always, you all got to keep in mind that not everybody knows you. Not everybody knows your brand of humor and stuff, too. So you're just going to have those, you know, those those outliers who don't like something. So, and um, that was hard for me to deal with, like, at first being public, like YouTube and stuff like that, too, because I'd always focused on the negative comment, the 300 positive attaboys, you know. Yeah. And uh, after a while, I was just like, bro, if I can't get past this, man, I can't. I shouldn't be honest at all. I shouldn't even try to do anything public, you know. So I just you know just got to learn they just kind of filter out the backlash and all the BS, and you know what I mean. Because if everybody in the world likes you, you're fucking phony, bro.
0: <laughs> I, f- I figured. I figured from your past, you you're pretty good at dealing with people just being assholes.
2: Yeah, so I mean it's that too. But um, you know what's crazy that I there's more assholes in the reptile industry than there is in the fight industry. Really? If you believe if you believe that, man? Well, I think because in the fight industry, everyone's get is used to getting their ass kicked. Everybody, you know, mm-hmm. people in the gym all the time, sparring and training and getting humbled by someone half their size, by different gender, different financial class, stuff up so everybody, when you get into that cage and on the boxing ring or whatever, it's always an equal playing field, you know what I mean? So no matter what you've done in your life, there's that one simple time when you can get strangled or knocked unconscious, so I think that's why the fight industry is, is a lot different, so, Dude. but...
1: I just went and looked at Bob's post and Bob went in on him as soon as he fucking yeah, that started
2: yeah, yeah, Bob put him in his place, didn't he? Yeah, yes, he so, did. Um, I didn't even yeah. bother commenting. So Bob gave him, a, gave him a couple of bars and shit and sent him on his way. And <laughs> somebody you know, said. And the guy, then his ears folded behind his head. He's like, oh, oh this is just my opinion.
1: Someone said, <laughs> we celebrate to appease Odin, the Germanic pagan god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <Yeah>, right. <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's amazing how few people have a sense of humor now and then people can't just ignore shit laugh it off whatever
1: Uh, maria had him send it to her parents house not realizing
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome oh Oh, man enjoy that parents
2: yeah yeah buddy of mine sent a picture of their like newborn daughter staring at the postcard like on the floor and stuff like that and (laughs) It's, it's, at the same time, hilarious and the most precious picture ever. Like, I want to get their permission to repost it first, obviously, before I do because it's someone's kid. But, man, like, I'm about pissing myself, and I was like, man, you guys are crazy. Oh,
0: and someone's going to go, I can't well, believe you let a kid look at that.
1: Uh, <laughs> a, yeah, you, well, you know, know. I, I make those, those backlit signs that are a weed leaf. Oh, and yeah. I'm just waiting on some parent to lose their shit on me at a show. I've already oh, had one yeah. that was like, I can't believe you have a sign up that says 100% hit bitch. I'm like, well,
3: <laughs> it's for you.
1: Yeah, okay. I like That's what I told her. I was like, looks like we found our customer.
2: <laughs> no, she's, she, she's a visual
1: bitch. I should have said is what well, are you going to make one where it's a visual that make you feel better? <laughs> um,
2: it's
1: just it's just a mirror yeah <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> god that would be a good one just so to... I, I did that a couple of years ago for my ugly sweater contest i just put a mirror on the front <laughs> so everybody oh, looked yeah. at it with the ugly sweater
2: <laughs>
0: yeah that's the that's genius on oh. oh man yeah uh, i have i've realized it doesn't matter what you do uh someone will be offended oh, it's
1: 100 yeah.
3: yeah
0: it's just and like i said you you've got to look past all that and find the positive ones. And it's just what we've talked about with like reviews, like a business will have a thousand positive reviews. People only pay attention to the negative, the handful of negative ones. Mm -hmm. But again, everybody will find a reason to bitch about stuff. So
1: yes, they will.
2: Yeah. See, I figure like in the food industry, the fact that there's an allowable amount of rat food, that's a lot of food. That's
3: above zero. Tells me that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tells me
2: that. you know, there has to be some little small bit of BS to get sprinkled around in life, too. So, that's all I see, man. And that's still a wild-ass stat to me that the amount of rat shit allowed in food is not zero. That's right. <laughs> or bug
1: parts. <laughs> yeah, spider, spider legs. Or spiders Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: That's, there was a lady, of, I don't know, a few months ago, one of our local talk-of groups that put this big post up about how she had just been in Pizza Hut or something. You know how they have those big proofers where they put all the dough? And... Yeah. Uh, the bottom shelf is probably eight or 10 inches off the floor. And she was just throwing a fit about how they put food on the floor in there and how, if you like your food on the floor, then you go to pizza hut. And it's like, lady, if you, if that's what you're fucking worried about, you probably shouldn't be eating at restaurants anymore. Cause you've definitely had worse than some shit that was a foot from the floor. That's like, I love when people want to bitch about waffle house.
0: Yeah. I'm like, what did you expect? It's waffle house. Right. That's what makes it great. That's, that's why I love if it. If I walk in
2: a Waffle House and it's clean, I'm walking out. I'm right, walking if my feet don't in. stick to the floor. To, we're about to get abducted. If I don't <laughs> see fucking...
0: This is not a real Waffle. This is a, it's one of those fake fronts. You walk in, they're going to arrest you. This is yeah. going to be a sting. They're they're trying to harvest <laughs> kidneys or some shit in here.
2: If it doesn't smell like fucking freshly fired shotguns. In there. <laughs> if, if,
0: if the waitress isn't yeah. about to have a fight with the other waitress or yeah, customers, I mean, there's something that's, wrong.
2: That's part of the ambiance of the place, man. That's what you go for. No one goes to the Waffle House for wholesome dining. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's
0: a nice, high quality family restaurant.
2: For real, man. If you look at the cook and she's making an omelet, she's got bruised knuckles and shit, and she was just duking it out in the <laughs> well, backyard. Makes mad right now. She's, got a, she's got a fucking cigarette burn on her neck.
1: <laughs> just pick that band aid out of your omelet and keep eating,
0: damn it. Oh,
2: man.
1: Yeah. People <laughs> upset because the Giants gave Carlos Correa that huge contract, and this guy's like. No more loyalty or focus on teams of fans. It's all about the almighty dollar. If you think about it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, it is a business. <laughs> it's, a, it's, 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 it's a fucking business. Baseball is a it's sport. All the sports I, are about money. like to win because it makes them more money. That's their, yeah, really, right? their businessmen. I always love when people get mad at folks for wanting to make money. Like
0: I It's get, only the people who don't make money. I get being upset about <laughs> someone who's only inside. Like, exactly. so, we do, so we do reptiles, right? We all deal with animals. And I get the idea of, being upset at somebody who's only in it for the money because there's a living thing behind that but you can't get upset mm. for somebody who's in it for the money right. and the animal like that's not you can't get upset because they're in it to make money right like you can get it get upset if they are purely for the money and they don't give a shit if the animal dies or not because they're going to replace it with a new one and we know some of those folks yeah. who, who look like ball pythons they look at it as uh like they're in the skin trade basically they're not worrying about the animal they're just trying to sell a pretty color yeah those people suck but like yeah. antoine's got money to, to, like in his animals he needs to make money back from those animals
2: this is the uh, my biggest breeding season ever the the most clutches the most money I've made in the season and also the most money I've spent in the season so kind of <laughs> <That's>,
0: <laughs> yeah. so leave that last part out and go it's the most money I've ever made in a season and just stop yeah, right I, there and tell I,
2: nobody I, yeah and, it was, and uh, I did i probably I think the last time we talked in the podcast I said I wasn't going to do this year but that was vending so I'm like, oh, I don't need to vend. I'm fucking, work market is so great. And Instagram, I posted it, and it's gone. But I tried to, you know, try my hand in some vending at the the Vegas show and I did the Anaheim show um, this year. And honestly, dude, like, I hate it, bro.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: because I imagine you don't like being stuck behind a table.
2: You know? No, that's it. Yeah, it's just so fucking like you're sitting there and, and you gotta, it's just like, Every person that walks by to me, it's a whole, it's a, it's a new Broadway production every time. Every time, you know, because because a lot of times people already know who I am too. So even if you're like hours in and you're kind of tired, you still got to be on. So yep. if a guy walks up to me and I'm exhausted, my feet are hurting, my back's hurting, I'm like, yeah, man, just look over here if you want anything. You know, every, everybody's, everybody's, everybody wants this guy when they walk up here. <laughs> you know?
3: So.
2: Well, Every, everybody, wa- everybody wants a dad joke or something like that, or some kind of wordplay on something, or somebody wants me to like take a picture with me with my fist by the head or fucking, you know, just some weird shit like that, too. So it's just, I'd rather walk around and do that, just being behind the table, just trying to get those same people to buy animal from me. Sometimes it feels nasty, you know, it's just like, ugh. Yeah. It's yeah. like the hey, way I look like, yeah, too is.
1: If they message me online or send me a text message, I can respond as I want to. Mm-hmm. Or if they just completely say something stupid, I can just ignore them. But yeah. standing in front of you, you're going to get the same question over and over yeah. and over and over. And it's all day. And by the end of the day, you're exhausted. Like I had a guy yesterday asked me for a price on an eight by three by two cage. And I gave him a pretty good price, yeah. James. I mean, you yes, saw, I saw it. And Well, I assume that means that comes with glass and delivery and locks for that price. I just didn't fucking respond. (laughs) Uh, I can tell you right now, that's the guy you're never going to make happy. So what's the point of me even continuing this exercise and wasting my energy? And I deal with two or three of those at every show. See, and and I'm different
0: i enjoy it i, I love you behind the table and i love sound but like Rachel i could totally too. get i could totally get not liking it like it definitely is do it 30 times a year see i, w- I would love it yeah you think so i i love being behind the table. like so uh like I'm, so there's amanda ready we had amanda and leon like, they they love that like that they're, they're the kind of people that enjoy that but it does take a certain person to like being chained to a table <clears throat> and having to deal
1: with everyone well it mine too is you know Rachel wanders she does wander so <laughs> I end up sitting there by myself that is true and having to call her to come back to you know. I love to say I just ran to the bathroom yeah
0: but she's been at like go. five tables in the last hour right
1: right but
2: you know it's, it's funny I'm saying all that but guess what I'll be at the reptile super show from all the along with civil serpents redwood reptiles no royals best Dress balls and ball pythons shit
1: <laughs> how far is that from you uh, two hours. Oh, that's not bad that's at all. Not bad at all. I can already hear Chris oh. Eaton going, oh, gross." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two hours. You got to drive two hours? Fuck, I drove six.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Vegas.
2: Vegas was three hours. That was the first super show in Vegas, and it, I mean, I'm sure you heard the stories about like the crested gecko thing and yeah, oh, yeah. and all and all of that thing. It, it was it was pretty nuts. Like, uh, one person had like a fifteen thousand dollar sale. So I mean, good on Jacob and stuff too, but. Um, I did enough to pay for my trip, so that was cool, you know. Yeah. But I didn't come – I mean, I'll never come away from a show empty-handed. And that's just – its no way in hell. Like, I mean, I would, like, flash my tits or something if that happened to get a few. cut. I'd grab a – I grab a megaphone and go, listen up! I feed everybody's
1: prices here. <laughs> like really, fifty people. You become, oh, Sean, Sean, super popular. Sean Bradley got them to, to, to announce <laughs> at the end of the show Sunday that all his any <laughs> any snake he had on his table that was in a deli cup was sixty percent off. Did they really? Yeah. yeah so, so Sean had like, yeah. and it was like the last five minutes. So he had a crowd over there, people buying a bunch of corn snakes, and he <clears throat> he had I don't know something else, some other pythons or something. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, that kind of would have pissed me off if I was vending. Eh, it was the end of the day, I guess. <clears throat> Had it been first thing on you know, Saturday, four o'clock even <laughs> or three o'clock even, it was like three fifty-five. Gotcha. When Sean dude, made. the last
2: <clears throat> the last two hours before a show weekend, man, that's when I pick up all my stuff. <laughs> you know, I come back, I'm like, hey man, the thing's still here. Mm-hmm. I bought a bunch of I bought a bunch of Ultramels in in uh, Florida that were normally like six hundred bucks. I got it for like two seventy five a piece. Damn. <clears throat> Yeah, so, you know, just some stuff to grow up to put into some more recession projects, so. See, I don't, yeah. I know, like, so that
0: used to be, I think this is one of the areas where Morph Market had stopped a lot of that from happening, where at the end of shows, people will make deals just to get rid of stuff a lot of times. Uh, it doesn't happen as much now, because people, I guess maybe right now, people can't, aren't selling anything, but when everybody was selling, they weren't making those deals at the end of shows. But I remember, like, when I first got into this, that was, if you, if you were willing to wait until the end of Sunday and hope that whatever you wanted mm-hmm. was still there. You could try to get it for a little bit cheaper. Um, But it's it's a risk because I've done that thing where I've gone to shows. I've walked around and go, oh, I'm going to come back for that. And I come back like an hour and it's gone. I was like, ah, fuck. Should have bought it.
2: Yeah. I know you guys probably talked about the reptile market ad nauseum, but I think I have a different take on it too about what's going on. Um, Honestly, I think this is self-inflicted,
1: man.
2: 100%. Oh, I've said it, especially
0: with ball pythons.
2: I think it's the same thing that happened with the toilet paper issue. Someone heard that, oh, man, they're going to stop making toilet paper, and they're going to be a shortage. And then everybody started, like, going nuts about the toilet paper. The same thing with Ball pythons, man. It was like, oh, the market's going to crash. Everything's going to go crazy, and you're not going to be able to sell your stuff. And then all of a sudden, it go, boom, I'm selling my collection. This guy selling their collection. This guy, oh, I'm having the Black Friday sales for the last for six months. I'm like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> I think a part of it, too, is... <laughs> like, you had all the people that got COVID money in 2020 and they bought, they went out and bought a bunch of breeder females and now they're making babies and nobody knows who they are. And they're trying to, I mean, I'm looking right now, it's 49,526 ball pythons for selling. Hey, it's gone down. Yeah. It's under (laughs) 50,000. Well,
2: well, Also the problem is too, like a lot of those people that got into ball pythons, a lot of them were first time animal breeders, period. You know, like anytime you see people get into the pet trade, whether it's dog breeders, cat breeders, whatever, the, their first foray into it, they always think, oh, I'm going to invest a bunch of money, and I'm going to get rich the first year because they're going to produce and stuff. And, dude, I got females here that didn't have their first clutch until they were six years old. But I also have females here that's, like, not even 24 months old that's already, you know, about to have their first clutch. So you never know the animals, man, and I don't think people, like, accounted for that, so... They wanted the fast turnaround, and yep. You know, a lot of people have like investors and friends that lend them money for a certain amount of time. And when that, you know, when those bills are due, man, they're trying to get their shit back. And then they figure they're not going to be able to do it. Well, and Especially lo- when you, go ahead.
1: A lot of them too, they don't, they don't realize how long three years is. And uh, they realize they got to feed these animals all this time. And, yep. you know, you've seen what rodent prices have gone up to now. And I think a lot yeah. of people just can't afford to feed their collection. That's a, I get a people all the time messaging me. I probably get one every day, people selling collections. And always ask them, what made you decide to sell your collection? I can't afford to feed them. That's been what I've been hearing lately. A lot of I can't afford to feed them. But it is a cycle. Well, it's, it's a cycle. And, down and-, and most ball python people now in the hobby
0: came in the hobby while the cycle was on the upswing. Mm-hmm. And so they but- haven't seen the low part of a exactly. cycle. They've only exactly. seen the,
1: the good part. But if you can stick out the low, you're going to do well.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah, the
2: past the past four years, I've had, like, as far as getting rodents, I have great, ad, like, different rodent breeders competing for my business every week. I sit out my list and then I have one 100 miles, one way, another guy, you know, 150 miles, another way, another guy, 200 miles that way. And they're going, Here, here's what I want. All right, here's the price and I deliver. Okay, sold. you just to save me some fucking gas man um he had like residual suppliers and he said one guy stopped breeding uh because he had like a a fire in his place and then another guy quit breeding and he stopped providing stuff to like some pet stores so i had to drive to vegas this week to pick up rats and i'm just like oh dude so i ended up paying almost like 50 cent more per small and so (laughs) it's your fucking
0: ball python people that ruin the price of small rats
2: it was crazy man i was like i'm not paying these pet store prices (laughs) but then you get spoiled because i buy so many that you know when you got a guy when you can buy a small rat for like a dollar 15 and then now this guy saying he wants 3 15 or three three dollars for a small rat jesus christ what the fuck dude so yeah small rats used to be below
0: a dollar like
2: and then some people and then everyone's smalls isn't the same, you know? And you got some rat breeders who like, oh, I don't distinguish between wings and smalls. And then you get a fucking small rat that doesn't have his eyes open. And you're like, what the
0: yeah. fuck? You're like I could have bought an adult mouse that was bigger than this. What am yeah.
2: I? Yeah, so it's crazy. So but uh I think now I'm kind of producing my own uh desert field mice, because that's what we're call them because I live in California. Uh, so <laughs>
0: I uh, well, we talked about this when we had <laughs> when we had Jana on about ball pythons. So we talked about everybody getting into the hobby and buying stuff. The problem was they weren't everyone's idea of quality, and everyone's idea mm-hmm. of an expensive purchase is not the same, right? Yeah. So when they're like, "Oh, I spent a bunch of money on really good snakes," we've talked about it. They bought a pastel and they bought a Mojave and they bought they bought single gene stuff that can make single gene animals. Like they didn't buy quality stuff. So there's a reason that you're not being able to sell your single gene thing uh-huh. at a show because no one wants that snake. You didn't think Thinking it through. Which,
2: I think I'm going to start leaving some of these Facebook groups, man, because I think I'm turning into those angry uh, old-school breeders that I used to talk shit about that were always grumpy. It's just getting ridiculous. Like, I see somebody posted a blackhead last week. Yeah, blackhead's so underrated. I'm about to bring blackhead back. And I'm like, that's a blackhead. That's a terrible fucking <laughs> It looks like a fucking... I'm like, it doesn't even have a black head. It looks like a, just a darker normal. Like yep. it was, And it was a good picture. It was a quality picture with good lighting and everything, man. But, you know, you can't be mean to people. You can't be like, oh, that's not a good black head. Your shit is trash and stuff like that, too. You know, you just mark that person's name down when you see stuff later. And, you know, and <laughs> It's just, it's just getting out of hand. And it's the same thing over and over again. The same person will be making the same post in five different groups. Well, this animal was so to me as a normal, but I think it has something hidden in it. Can anybody <laughs> tell me what else it can be? It's, it, it is like these bots. It's like these people aren't even real. They like, they're like implanted with this Neuralink chip and they all write the same exact script for their <laughs> posts and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this, Am I in the Twilight? Like, sometimes I think people are trolling me. I'm like, there's no way
1: that's uh
2: oh, why i don't even me.
1: i don't even mess around yeah. on instagram anymore because it's just the same shit over and over and over it's like yeah. it's like somebody put a template out there for ball python people to post and they all just mm-hmm. used it and i'm like somebody can someone one person be original just somebody yeah. they use the same music <laughs> the same like verbiage the same Everything. Oh yeah. It's like, man, stand out. Do something yeah. to make yourself.
2: And that's why I started doing all those reels this year too, like yes. a little bit different. Like I'll post like stuff, you know, I put some animals up here and there. I kind of mix it up, but uh and I haven't posted anything lately because I'm running out of ideas. So <laughs> <laughs> So Just you
0: crowdsource that stuff. Just put out uh yeah. questions and have people tell you what to do.
2: It got to the point this year where going to shows. I started like ex- like going outside of the ball playback issue. So now a lot of like corn snake people, a lot of the colubrids and frog people, like hey man, I will follow your page. You're so hilarious and blah blah blah. And I'm like cool. So it's actually working what I want to do, man. And like this year, like like I'm saying, man, this year just been great. Just um, just you know, winning the contest that you lost like by landslide. Oh. To I think you I mean got, cheated. Uh, it's
0: cool. You it's, cheated. It's fine. Whatever.
2: I went from just under 9,000 followers when it started to now, I'm just under 15,000. Nice. So Yeah, so, and it's just, and, like, and whoever's watching right now, I just just let people know, like, whenever you get any kind of push from, like, somebody who's, like, ahead of you on social media, more followers, and when you get on podcasts and shit like that, man, you take the ball and run. I know so many people who was on, like, when Billy was doing his podcast, you know, a couple of years ago, he had people on there, and they get a little bit of shine, and they do nothing with it. So like no matter what platform you're on, man, it's always a stepping stone or you know what I mean or a platform to get your face out there and just keep pushing and getting your brand out there, and getting your product out there. And I like it because it makes me more accountable. So now being mm-hmm. the face that I am right now in this industry, like I have to take care of my fucking animals and put out good products. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like I can't I can't slip up one time, you know. Well that's one, you're building a brand.
0: Have- but with quality, because right. like, the, look, the, exactly. there's there's folks, we've always made fun of the folks that buy a pair of ball pythons and then the next day they have a logo and cards and tablecloth and <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> and they're crazy. like, oh, look, I got, I got all this. I'm like, yeah, but one, you have nothing to sell. You have two snakes that are probably low quality. I'm like, that's not, it's not the same. You're not doing the same thing as the person that succeeded. You're doing your bastardized version of what you think they did to get to where they are. And- you remember
2: the old lady meme where she has a walker and she's like talking to her like granddaughter. She goes like, "Back in my day, blah blah blah," and then she goes, "Oh, you're crazy, grandma." So I posted, "Back in my day, you actually had to produce some snakes to be called a breeder." And then she's like, oh,
3: grandma,
2: you're so crazy! Oh, oh man, boy, that triggered so many people. I'm like, it's in
3: the fucking name,
2: right?
0: like- That's what I mean <laughs> like- if like- if it triggered like- you, then you're the one I'm talking about. It's you. And
2: it's like, why? Why would you say Boy Scouts have to be boys?
0: <laughs> Agreed.
3: It's in the name. <laughs> oh. So, see, no, that, that's going to get me.
2: That's going to get me canceled, get you now
3: canceled now. Too. Oh, and wow. It's fine. It's, you're, on,
0: you're on this podcast; it won't get you canceled. You'll be fine. No, like seventeen people heard that. It's okay. But no, it's it's. I don't know. I, like I said, I've so I've been in the hobby for a long time. I, I don't, I'm not a big breeder in the hobby. I breed very, very small amounts of snakes here or there, but I've seen a lot in 20 something years. I'm just like, stop. Just people stop, take a second, breathe, look around. Uh, not everybody has to get, it always amazing. me so someone gets ball pythons. They, they become a ball python breeder. say they've bred for two or three years. And then they're amazed when they see something like, I don't know, an Amazon tree boa. i like, but that's been that was around before you got into your ball python. Like that's that's, that's not a new thing. That's like pay really? attention to the hobby. Look look around, learn stuff. Don't just get in this one thing and then be amazed that I don't know, like black rat snakes exist. Like right. understand, like get into. That's what drives me nuts is is the folks that say they're in the hobby, but they're not really in the hobby. They they breed a ball python, breed ball, and that's it. They're not a hobby person. Um, you haven't you haven't learned the ins and outs. You don't know what it's like. And then you start to bitch about things that are common stuff that's happened for years. Like the ups and downs of everything. I can't mm-hmm. sell all of this. Well, yeah, that that happens. Yeah. Or, or understand certain parts of the year, things will sell better than other always, parts of the year.
1: I tell people when they're getting in, when they're buying racks for me, because, you know, they come to me and, well, what should I get for this? And what should I get for that? <clears throat> and I always tell them, don't breed anything you're not willing to feed for a couple of years because yeah. you might have to. You know, you never know. I got a friend right now who has, uh, produced quite a few babies and they're having a hard time selling them, but you know, that's just the nature of the beast. That's just business. Yeah. I and mean, that's any business.
2: Fuck we're yeah. Down. That's what I stress. That's what I stress on Patreon. Too. I was like, Hey, when you put this parent together, you need to think to yourself, like the very best and the very worst outcome of these, is it something I wouldn't mind keeping you know what I mean? In my racks and looking at it and feeding it if I had no other choice, you know? Yeah. So first of all, definitely breed for yourself. So if you're looking at like the best two or three outcomes of a parent and there's stuff that you don't want to keep back, then why are you putting it together anyway? You're supposed to be improving on both of the parents. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, you might have one high in mail or something like that that you want to like replicate. That's, that's all fine and dandy and make a little bit of money here. <laughs> but for the, most, for the most part, it should be stuff you want to freaking keep because nine out of ten times – you know, especially when you're a newbie and no one knows who you are, I'm not spending ten thousand dollars on somebody <laughs> whose morph market page started two days ago. Are you fucking right. crazy? Right. You, there's, there's, there's no way. I'd rather spend two thousand dollars more on someone that's established, so I can have that peace of mind. Than I send I you know I send the Zell off to you, and then I will never hear from you again.
0: <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's if hmm. you're gonna breed. There's the problem with certain morphs is that quality is not the issue because there's certain things like look if I breed two was it two Mojave's together and get a white snake it's a white snake right there's it's gonna hide ugliness so that person in their mind doesn't understand I guess they haven't really breeding for quality there's Hmm. certain morphs though that it's quality uh you've got to put good stuff in just because you put a gene in doesn't mean you put the right one in and it doesn't mean that every baby you get from that snake is going to look good that's when you then have to go all right, well, here's the good one. I got to hold back this good one. And I got to refine this so it gets better. Uh, it's, I don't know. It just drives me nuts that people don't take time or thoughts into, into projects. I guess the, a lot of them, it's not really a project. It's uh, yeah. more time or thought into their photos.
2: Yeah. Uh, so like, so like this clown here is still orange. <clears throat> it's an adult. Everyone's like, clowns brown out. They brown out. They get dull. No, clown, so that's that's is,
1: pretty. Yeah.
2: It's fucking orange. She's a breeder female and gone this year. So, like, this is the kind of stuff you should be looking for when you're trying to breed stuff, man. Like, you know, like, actually, stuff should be making a cut. I don't like to use the word culling, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, <laughs> so, no, no. we know what you mean. Know, like, you, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, hold back the, the best stuff. And, yeah, like, when you people don't realize that most people, when they have stuff for sale, they're probably not selling their best and brightest stuff because they're keeping that stuff back. And that's how you should be doing, you know. Like I'm never gonna produce a badass clutch here, but like, oh man, yeah, let me slide this guy, in my friend. Now, you out of your damn mind, bro. But a lot of people don't think like that, man. And, and honestly, early on, I didn't think like that either. But now that I'm, you know, in my forties, and I'm a little bit, a little bit more responsible than I was, <laughs> I'm a little bit more responsible now. You got to see the big picture with things, man. Just like my biggest project, I know everybody's tired of hearing me talking about the Sunset Puzzle Project, but um, if I do hit a mail, I'm going to have to come to a crossroads, you know? Do I sell this thing for $75,000 because that's what the bid is on it right now, you know, or do I raise it up and, you know, make almost two three hundred grand from it for the next two years because I got a bunch of Sunset um, stuff and puzzle stuff to put to it and make a bunch of hits on both sides? You know what I mean? And hold that shit back, too. So, um, yeah, it's, dude, it's going to be fucking difficult when I post this thing. And, and Miguel and TJ and Justin call me, go, hey, I'm going to give you this for it. And I'll be completely out of debt with just that one set. <laughs> it's going to be fucking. But I, I, I'm going to hold strong. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> <I'm> gonna,
1: <laughs> good luck with that. You had a hard time even saying that, Antoine.
2: Oh, man. I, I, I'm going to do my best. Man. So. But.
1: Chris, Chris Bally out here had a, had a really good question. Um, you know, he said, that's always been a question of mine. I've been in the hobby of a couple of years. Well, folks pass by my $10 snake to go to some that's 000. been breeding for ten ten thousand dollars snake to go to someone that's been breeding for 10 plus years. And I, you know, yeah, probably if I it's mean, that kind of money, the problem
0: is for that kind of money, usually you need a name you need, and it's not that they're, mm-hmm. that people are shitting on you for. That you're not a, a big
1: enough name, but... They just uh, don't know you. Yeah, they don't know you. And, and if you're going to invest in that kind of quality... Now, and I know Chris, and I've been to his house, and I've seen his snakes, and he has amazing animals from all the top breeders that he's produced babies from. I, if I was buying, because I know him, I would definitely consider that. But if yeah. he, if I'm just walking by a table, <clears throat> and I see $10,000 on a snake, and I never heard of this guy, but... But you Bob's Balls is on Bob the other or side. Justin or Justin or Antoine yeah. or one yeah. of these guys I know are there, and they have the same animal for the same price. I'm probably going to buy it from the person that I, I know. Yeah, but That's just me. Or right. it might not be just right. and, me.
2: And, and that's why I had to tell myself when I started investing in these big projects. I'm like, you know, I don't have the reach of some of these other guys, so how am I going to be able to get these? You know, when I got into my earliest big project, like in the past two, three years with the Hurricane Clown project, and they were going for $6,000. And I was like, would you buy... <laughs> Would you spend six thousand dollars on this guy with you know X amount of you know footprint of social media and really hasn't been doing too crazy with sales right now? Would you send this man six grand? No, get your face out there and start networking and doing the, and taking the right steps to you know get that reputation out there too. Because that's a lot, dude. That's a lot of money to lose, man. Like um, we got that guy in NorCal who um who tricked me and Billy and he saw us the same snake. Did you hear about that? Oh no. <laughs> so. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys follow Billy from Mutation Creation, but like right before the pandemic, he uh, took a vacation to Colombia, you know, with his girl for like a week or so. But beforehand, a guy had a banana inchy clown head pie male for sale, and a like a pastel leopard clown head pie. So the pair he wanted six grand, and um just the male by itself he wanted twenty five hundred. So me not knowing he had it for sale to anyone else, uh, send him half the money through Zelle. Second half, I drove up to Sacramento. Uh, you know, picked the animal up, and um, he looked kind of weird. You know, like he didn't look as bright as most banana inchy clouds look. kind of like on the pale side, and and he was moving out of his house. So he was like moving into a new house, and I didn't know where he was moving to. But hey, I'm you know halfway moving. You know, I got a whole bunch of like racks and shit. He was getting rid of. The animal died like four days later. No, a week later, A week and a half later. I tried to call him. Nothing shit. He blocked me on Facebook, he didn't answer phone calls, and just completely blocked me on everything. And then I come to find out, if I'm on the phone with Billy, and he bought the pair from the guy for six grand, and called the guy, and he got back, hey man, I'm back in Canada, you can ship the snake now, I have nothing. Blocked him on everything. Jeez. <laughs> so But... I
0: got a friend in the DEA and I have all this information. So. <laughs> See, that's, and so that's where it gets tricky because like that was taking a risk on buying a snake that you wanted from someone who doesn't right. have a reputation. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and yeah. I, I don't know who Facebook user is cause whatever, but they said, uh, I always, been, I've always been willing to buy from less known breeders, but the way they present themselves, especially at shows makes a big difference.
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: And,
0: yeah. You, so yeah. So if you're at a show, and you're a lesser-known breeder, you're going to have to work harder. Don't be upset that you have Absolutely. to work harder to make a sale. Don't be upset that someone with a bigger table, with a bigger setup, with a bigger name sold more than you. That's just how that shit works. right? If I open up a small pet store down the road, I can't be mad that PetSmart is making more money than me right now. That's That's been there. Yeah, it's they're, they're, they're a bigger business. They've been there. And I'm all for <laughs> buying from... Uh, smaller breeders, what you know, I like boas, and a lot of a lot of boa breeders. Mm-hmm. They're smaller breeders, and they have some cool stuff. Um, but you do have to be very careful. You gotta be, you've got to be very careful with who you buy from, because uh, unfortunately, in our hobby, because there is money to be made, it will always attract the the lower common denominator of people.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But also for those smaller breeders at shows, you can also make the effort and you know compensate the other way as far as like actually having a tablecloth with your brand on it like actually buying some displays, you know, putting a banner up, things like that. I've seen people at shows with just deli cups, no tablecloth, and then need like the red and black generic banner in the back with like the little uh, printed out brand on it that the, pr- that the show provides. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See you all the time. I'm like,
0: well, the, the- I'm like,
2: oh, i can't, I can't wait to buy this clown pot from you for fucking $3,000. Come on, man. Like
0: and they get all upset that you won't get, I mean, it's, You've got to present yourself. Now, with that said, I know I know we, we shit on the ones that bought all that stuff before they ever bred an animal, too. Yet those people are dumb. But once you have the, the animals to sell, you've got to present yourself in a way that makes you look professional. right? You, you can't just and, – and people will – there's two sides of that argument. People will argue, well, that's that's a waste of money. I can put them on a deli cup. I can put them in a deli cup and sell them on the table. You can, but you can't be upset if it takes you three times as long to sell that animal than it does the person that put it in a nice, well-lit display with a bright, colorful banner and tablecloth and actually stood up and was talking to customers. I mean... Dude,
2: remember remember when you were a kid and you went to Toys R Us and you went down the aisles and then you saw like the bright red, blue, and yellow stuff and displays and the Lego stuff, the stuff that kind of made you go like this? And the Reptile Show is the same thing, man. If I see, like, no effort into a display, I'm just keep walking. They could have the best animal in the world, but you have to catch it. Like, this sells one-on-one, man. You have to be eye-catching. With all this other competition around you, why wouldn't you do something to stand out, you know? When you go to a fucking strip club, there's the strippers in there sit, sit down and she have on, like, some jeans and some Timberland boots? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's up
0: hustling.
2: This is, a, this is a terrible example but you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: this is the worst strip club I've ever been to.
2: Well, yeah, like, oh, my God, like, you didn't even bother getting dressed for the show. I mean, the same thing with with this industry, man. It's just, like, you, you have to show, to me, I think um, when you put effort into selling your product and marketing yourself, to me, that's directly proportional to how you're going to be in every other aspect of it. You know, so and that's how I feel. You know, obviously, that's not the rule for everything, but I feel like, if if you take care of the smaller details like your marketing and how you neat your stuff or, and how you feel like and how anal retentive you are about how your displays are covered in the line that means when you go to your facility it's probably the same way you know you're making sure your animals you, know, you got shit out in the tub you got water they're you know, watered constantly you know what I mean. You're doing an overall checkup on your animals, and not just a big number in the rack system. You know, as I talk with this whole <laughs> shit back here, but
0: just in for the money. Look at you.
2: You know, yeah, just, just in for the money, man. You know, <laughs> but I just, I just, I just like the effort, and that's what that shows to me and the show. So if I see effort, you're gonna get my attention first before everybody else, and. The other person, you know, you might get my attention, but it's after I already spent my money elsewhere. So now you only got 20 bucks of my attention. So there you go.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, there's a reason that come and So like my dad said, bottom line is you're still running, you're operating a business and business has been thousands of dollars to stand out from competition, you know, and it, and nowadays there's. There's, it's not that there's a lot of ways to do that for free. So like Darren said, he'll follow people on social media. It's free to have a Instagram. It's free right. to have a Facebook page. It's free to post yep. pictures and it may take a long time for people it to follow is, you, right. but if you have that stuff, people will see it. And then that's when they right. come to a show, they go, Oh yeah, I remember that guy. And then there's a better job. I mean, that's a, a free
1: way to get a customer. hundred yep. percent. But you got to try, you got to put forth effort. And then, you know, when you're thinking of your company name, make, make it something that people can actually say. Yeah.
2: <laughs> not, not suck my balls. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. We bought our first family snake from suck my balls. Yeah. Suck my 12 year old wanted this ball python from suck my balls. <laughs> the other choice
1: was chocolate salty balls. Some guy named chef. Yeah. Yeah, uh, man, I, was, uh,
0: it, hmm, I know it's crazy. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, we had a couple questions for this week. One was from our sponsor for our giveaway. I want to go ahead and do our giveaway. For last week from Colossal Constrictors is doing a giveaway. We're giving away a infrared temperature gun every week of December. Uh, all you oh, have to do is yeah. all you have to do is go and comment on our questions for that week. And these are the questions from last week that I took the names from. Uh, and then we will draw a winner from that. So we had like 20. I'll look in just a second, but let me pull up the random number generator. Uh, it was a lot of people commented last week. Uh, 28, 28 people to pull from. That is that is huge it's for nice. us. Um, let's pull up my random number generator.
2: Um, send me the link for that company, send me the link for that company. Cause I'm actually in the market of getting a new temp gun. So, uh, since it's one of you guys' sponsors, I'll buy a, I'll buy a couple from them. So,
0: well, they, they just, just the link. they just went, uh, they're bow breeders. They just went on Amazon and, and they're, they bought them and they're going to ship. them. Oh, up. okay,
2: cool. Okay.
0: They just wanted to help out. Let's see. All right. So the winner is, let me pull it up here. All right. I can't, nope. Do you think he'll take it if I say it? He won again. Did he really? Do you think he'll take it? No. Okay, we'll, just run it again. We'll do it again.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna tell him to quit entering. He's gotta quit entering. He wins just, every fucking thing. And he every, went, to, every time. Every you know, time. Any of it.
0: Uh, The winner here is Laura Vincil. I don't know who Laura Vincil is, but I will shoot her a message later. She won a free temp gun from Colossal Constrictors. Awesome. Congrats, Laura. Um, if anybody's in the market for a boa, have, there's very few of them on the Morph Market. They sold most of their stuff right now, so they're still. You know, it's not that season. But check out Colossal Constrictors. They have amazing boas. If you're a boa person, if you're a ball, pyth- ball python person, uh, try a new species. Just just check it out. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, there's that. So I want to go with one of our questions this week is from from them, and then one of our questions was from our guest we were going to have, which was uh, we were going to have my brain just blank. How about a, oh my god, Ryan McVeigh? McVeigh. Jesus Christ, we were going to have Ryan McVeigh on, but he will be here hopefully next week. Uh, our first question was what defines successful reptile keeping and breeding in your own eyes, and that's a that was a Ryan question. But uh, I want to go through some of the answers, and then I have some thoughts on that one too. But uh, some of the answers were Ashley Howdy from Focus Cube said, "Always pushing to do better, keeping an open mind, and continuing to learn." Uh, keeping an open mind and 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 learning is a is a big problem in this hobby. Oh, man. <laughs> Buddy, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, it,
3: everyone, people.
2: Everyone has all the answers, man. You famous. know? No, you, no, you don't.
0: Well, it's always been. We always said, you know, if a lot of people this hobby, the first time they've heard something, that becomes the fact. That's it. And every time they hear anything after that, they go, "No, no, 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 it's this." I'm like, dude, you've owned that one bearded dragon that you got off Craigslist for a week. You are not the end all be all of information here.
1: Yep, there is a group that I'm in. It's a, one of the Texas groups, and the girl that runs it never heard of her before, but she keeps advocating that if they don't take PayPal, don't buy from them. And I'm like, oh, Pay, PayPal's the fucking worst of all of them. Yeah, they're the easiest all to get scammed on, and they will take your money. Yeah. Try, ask me how I know. Yeah, and then PayPal will just give your money yeah. back to them. And I, you know, I try to talk to some store, but she's like, "What's my group? Okay, you're right, hundred percent, your group. Uh, I will not be a part
0: of this do anymore.
2: the guys, guys who Square? Um, yeah, I companies. have.
1: Yeah,
0: I use Square. I, I still use PayPal every now and then, but I swear I use um a Cash App. I'll use pretty much anything at this point. Yep.
1: So GoDaddy, who yeah. my website's through, has their own credit card processing system now, and if your website is through GoDaddy, they actually give you better rates. Oh, so, that's dope. So I've been oh, using yeah. GoDaddy for uh, six months probably, and I really really like it. Get my money the next day. I try not to use PayPal anymore at shows and selling an animal just because I
0: don't want my shit taken away from me if paypal realizes oh you sold an animal yeah we're gonna go ahead and well, freeze and your if, account
1: if they file a chargeback they're gonna give them their money back really 100 100 of the time paypal is gonna give them their money back they don't even care to investigate anymore so i'm yeah i'm just not going down that road anymore
0: if, i like square i like square if, the way they do their um all of your information your data you can kind of see how you what your sales are this week or that week or mm-hmm. what they were last year like i like how square set yeah. out
1: i I could tell you from experience that square will investigate and will take your evidence Uh, and make their decision because i had someone at a conroe show spend 1200 bucks and they waited until the 59th day to file a chargeback saying they never received their products and i'm like it's a good thing i have a pickup slip and all that shit where you actually picked your stuff up and I sent it all into Square, and oh. they found it in my favor.
0: Well, that's because Square is a, is a business right. type thing. So, like PayPal has always been mm-hmm. like, I need to send money to this person. Whereas Square, you go into most like privately owned businesses, they're using a Square point of sale mm-hmm. system at the front of their store.
2: Do now with the Square app, you can even have people tap on your phone now instead of having yep. to ask oh, yeah. the actual reader itself. I've done that. Can, uh, I was like, oh man, this is a lifesaver because <laughs> <laughs> I can never get that piece of shit to sync right <laughs> during the show. It's always doing. It's always doing a big sale too. All right, fucking a thousand bucks. Fuck, I can't. All right, tap it on my phone. Good.
0: I fucking hate when the person shows up and all they have is a credit card with the magnetic strip. I'm like, fucker. Oh shit! This thing takes
3: a fucking chip dinosaur. or tap. Now I gotta go
0: find the little <laughs> dongle thing to plug into my iPhone so I can plug this stupid extra yeah. thing in so I can run <laughs> your goddamn credit card from 1999. Get a new card with a chip. It in was it. Square.
2: And it was Square. If you punch it in manually, they take more money out.
3: All yes. the, do. that. All the like, credit card the processors do that like, I was like, what the fuck dude?
1: Yep Yeah, I don't understand that There's got to be a reasoning behind that I don't know what it is And if you send an invoice They they take more for an invoice than they do If it's just a swipe mm-hmm. a, a dip or a swipe, a dip or a tap I think is what they call it um, See, this
2: this year, I growed up So I don't, uh, when I cash the money out I don't do the instant for the fee I'll do like the business <laughs>
1: Me too, because I, when I did my taxes last year and looked at how much money I gave away to do the instant, and it was like dude. five uh, five digits, I was like, okay, yeah, we're not doing was, that shit it anymore. It was a lot, yeah. Between
2: Square, Cash App, Venmo, yep. and stuff like that too. I think in 2021 it was like almost forty five hundred dollars in instant. Like, <laughs> I could have saved that, dude. That's a fucking another rack, dude.
0: Yeah. So I like Cash App. So, Cash App makes a lot so of, stop. of stuff easy.
2: So, so stop being a bum and do the fucking free transaction. You don't need the money fucking two minutes later.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, and like with, um, uh, with square, even if you do the one to three business days, I get mm-hmm. it every time the next business day, yep, every exactly. single time. What happened? I was having
0: to text somebody something. No, we're good. Uh, so there was another answer to this question that I really want to go to because he got a lot of replies and, uh, And we'll get into it. So anyways, Amanda Reddy, who we had on last week uh, said the health of the animals should be seen at first look. You should, uh, offer the customer lifelong support and education on their animal. Your breeders should be kept to the highest standards and no cut corners on their care. Healthy breeders make healthy babies. All things I a hundred percent agree with. And then one person commented, and this is where it kind of got off the rails. And I, and I disagreed wholeheartedly with the person that commented on Amanda's thing. But, uh, Paul Fiorito said it's not on the seller to educate the purchaser. I, I Dis- disagree. Disagree. If, if I'm selling you an animal, it's definitely on me to make sure you know what you're buying. Now it's definitely on you also to know yeah, what you're buying, fine. but there's, it's not, uh, just, I mean, that's, I hate to say it because I don't know this person, but that comes off as someone who's just selling stuff to make money. Cause if you don't care what they do, what happens with it, that's, that's just selling to make money. That's not selling an animal to uh, hope the animal survives.
2: It, it reduces the headache in the long run too, because if you have someone who purchases an animal from you and they're well and you won't have to have like BS calls six months later. Like, Hey man, uh, I bought a snake from you five months ago. And he's only eaten twice. And you're just not calling me. Well, I figured, <laughs> you know, like, I, <laughs>
3: thing,
2: I sold this thing at 1400 grams and it's like 700, like, like, dude, it's sick. Like, oh, well, I just figured it'll come around eventually. So you're waiting six months later. So, what do you want from me? You want your money back, huh? That's not happening. But, I mean, it's nice that you think it was going to happen. Uh, it's like, there's, I have a, you know, reasonable, you know, refund policies and health guarantees, you know, of my sales too. But it's definitely not six months later after you've been feeding this animal uh, rat pups. That's an adult. And when, when I say, hey, what's his ambient your temperature? You're like, oh, it's 65 degrees in the room.
0: Well, so I went. I went on to tell the person I strongly disagreed, and I said, uh, as a responsible breeder and seller, it's definitely my responsibility to make sure the person buying the animal I produced is well educated and set up for success. And their response was upfront, sure, but I'm not on call for a one-time purchase. How long of a relationship are you going to form for a small purchase? I'll buy a normal from you and state uh, and state asking questions weekly until you block me. Then you are on the FBI. No, I if I sell an animal, to somebody. Please feel free to contact me through the entire life of that animal. I've sold so many animals that I wish people would contact me and just send me pictures. Right. I would love to just send me pictures as it grows. So, yeah, I, I, I disagree that I do want them. I want them through the life of that animal to contact me, good or bad, because I produced that animal. Um, I even had one person I sold an animal to. And then they were going to have to, they couldn't keep it. They're going to to sell it. I was their first contact that said, Hey, do you want it back? And I, I I didn't, I didn't have the space for it and all, but, uh, but I liked that they thought to reach back to me to see if I wanted to get the animal back from them before they sold it off, uh, to somebody else.
2: And in most cases, those people who have all those crazy questions that's not as warm as everybody else, usually those are like the smaller purchases. So if something does happen, I'm cool with going back and forth over a situation that's a $200 animal. I'm not going to go back over this $6,000 animal I just sold you a year ago, and now you completely messed the animal up. And I'm not, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it's, it's yeah. a scale. But those purchases like that, you get the least amount of questions. The high-end snakes, I get, hey, what's it eating on? And Do you take PayPal? Or, Do you take Venmo? Or whatever. Done. Here's the money. When it's a $200 animal, is hey, just to make sure that I might get a scam. Did you get today's paper? And take it in front of you, holding uh, a <laughs> cup of uh, unsweetened tea, so that I know. I'm just like, uh, no, <laughs> I'm not dealing with that. Can I Facetime you, and you can video tape you? You can love uh, videotape. I'm talking old oh, school now. <laughs> can <laughs> you,
0: you get can the laser disc?
2: Your entire, your entire snake room, and yeah, I'm like, nah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just. I really don't have the time to do that when I got, you know, 50 more inquiries on this animal. It's just, to me, it's just not worth my time. So
3: but like sadly that,
2: I'm at that point, but there's a time where I would do that. But now just honestly do like time is money, bro. And I really don't have time to entertain those type of inquiries, you know?
0: Well, and see, and, and it's different for like, if someone got a snake and they've gone seven months and it's gotten sick or a year later and it's sick, mm. it, that's that's a, on the other thing. They need to go see a vet if it's sick. Go see a vet. That's not something I can fix. But like I sell Samboas to a little kid and their mom, and after a month it hasn't eaten. Please contact me and I will help you through the process. I'll give you all the tips that I would use to try and get it to eat because I promised when I sold it to you, it was eating, uh, uh-huh. and we'll go through everything. Uh, just because that's I, I feel like that's on the that's on the buy on the seller to make sure that the person you sold it to is set up for success. I agree.
2: Right. Right, and when and when you solve their problem too, they're likely to come back and purchase from you again. And when they get a little bit more experience, they'll spend more money on you, more money with you. So, I mean, like a lot of my smaller customers over the years that sold, that bought like the posset stuff and the fifty dollar animals here, they came back this year and they're spending eight, nine hundred dollars on animals, and then eventually you know the two or three thousand dollar animals. So. Um, you know, that's it because that's the relationship we have and they feel comfortable with me. So, you know, if you go away from a purchase and don't have that warm and fuzzy and you feel like you've been like had, you're not going to go back to that person, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like never. How many times you spent good money somewhere and you went home and was like, I fucked up, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the, that's the worst thing you that's the worst way you can make somebody feel as a, uh, as a business and as a, as a seller of animals. It's fucking crazy.
0: Well, we've seen people at shows who uh, will say whatever they need to to sell an animal, Mm -hmm. true or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then once the animal's off their table, they will never once think about it again. And to be honest, they probably weren't thinking about it much when it was on their table.
3: Yeah,
1: Luckily, we're seeing less and less of those these days.
0: Yes. Um, So Chris asks, where do you see the industry going? Seems like uh double and triple recessive is the way folks need to move in order to be relevant that's what i've been told just curious on your point of view so i'll let antoine answer that first and then i'll kind of give mine but go ahead antoine
2: um i agree as far as like uh staying power and um just because the price especially with ball pythons the the price dictates the availability and the difficult of making the animal you know so everybody isn't just spewing triple recesses out of their butt right now because, you know, they're hard to make. And a lot of double recessive stuff I got right now, dude, I'm getting my ass kicked with one and two odds. You think I'm hitting fucking one and six teams? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's one and two. Dude, if I could miss from a visual recessive to a visual recessive, I would fucking miss. So, yeah, it just, it's, just, it's just difficult to make, man. And that's how the, the value holds and then adding those other like incomplete dominance into them down the line and stacking those jeans that's definitely where the money is um is there a place for the simpler stuff now like i have like OD 5 yellow belly female here, but i'm not using her to put the other incomplete dominance i'm keeping her aside for when i do hit those quad and those triple and quad recessive males to put more stuff into it so i think that's where the industry is going right now and um if you're end it for the long haul and actually want to have a sustainable business that grows every year, you have to get into those multi-recessive projects.
0: So I think there's a couple things to it. I think uh, definitely double, triple, and then ball pythons, I think quadruple recessive projects are big, but it goes back to, again, quality. Just Mm -hmm. because it has three genes in it doesn't mean it's the same as another animal with the same three genes in it. That's right. Right, if, if it looks like shit, it's not worth the same because the genes are there, so you've got to think quality when you're doing that, especially when you're thinking when you're getting into triple and quadruple head stuff because it took a long time to make that animal. Don't make that animal out of shit, shit animals because then you just have an animal with a lot of genes that's going to make horrible looking babies, and you're going to wonder why you can't sell yours next to so and so at a show, even though it's got four genes in it, right? Yeah,
2: dude, this genetic test, man, has been like crazy. Like, I got a lot of stuff from Hey, save the shed, save the shed. Like, I got a couple of possible quad heads that just proved out, like, triple recessive heads and stuff like that, too. And I'm just waiting for, like, a couple of other genes to come up, like Desert Ghost and G-Stripe. So, yeah, man, it's it's been a game changer. And a lot of people, I know we were against it initially because they're like, oh, it's going to change the market. It's going to, like, you know, load the value on things. I think it's gonna cut a lot of stuff back, maybe a year and a half, two years too, because when you do that same amount of breeding, there's gonna be some stuff that proved negative when you do the tests and you're gonna move on from that project and that's gonna be the same amount of animals, whether they grew up or not. So um, I think overall the genetic testing is is a really good thing, man. And it's made me like a lot looser with projects now. So I'll stick like some pairs I would never do two years ago, I'll make a bunch of possible heads and not get them tested, you know, because now I got like that visual, I mean, that GHI spot, no stranger, head clown male that I'm putting them to like another double recessive girl next year. And I want to hit triple recessives, but I'm going to go ahead and sift, through, sift them out and get them all tested. You know what I mean? So, and if I hit a stranger, triple head BG, G strike clown, just that male by itself, you know what I mean? Like that would pay for like the next two, three racks, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um,
0: the folks yeah, that were against I, it are upset they're not going to be able to sell their possible heads for more money. That's the ones that are upset. Yeah.
2: And it's also and it's also going to be those assholes that when they do test negative, they're going to try to, like, still sell them as possible heads. I, I, I know it. I know it's going to happen. Oh, yeah, 100%. Too, so it's, just, it's, it's definitely going to be like, oh, test negative, dude. But um, that's what I do like about some of the software, like the Clutch software, once you assign it one of those, like, numbers from, you know, how you catalog it and send it off. That number stays with the animal his whole life. If you sell that exact animal, though. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so that's the cool thing about that. I mean, yeah, there's, there's always going to be scammers and people going to circumvent the system and stuff like that too. But, um, but those people they 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 never last, man. They get exposed no. real quick, and it's just a lot easier to expose those scammers right now and the pretenders and the fakers. So they'll 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 fade off into obscurity. <laughs>
0: I'm laughing at my dad every time you start listing off. Uh like a, a
1: combination he says
3: it sounds like
1: <laughs> uh ricky bobby listing
0: off his sponsors <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: I <saw> that earlier. <laughs> okay. uh, sean gray wanted us to ask you when you're coming to Conroe, like actually coming and not saying you're going to be there and then not showing up jerk face so january uh, june or september
2: I, and so i, I was want to say I'm not going to do the September Arlington. I'm going to do Conroe instead. So I'm going to do Arlington. But how do you guys say it? Ar- Arlington? Arlington. I'm from, I'm from New Jersey, so I was born on North Arlington Avenue. So <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm, I'm going to Arlington uh, the February show. So I'll, I'll come out to the uh, Conroe in September. It's, awesome. It's, it's awesome, locked. man. We'll look it's forward locked. to that. So, yeah, and I get I want to kick it with the homies, and you know I I, I owe uh, Sean Gray a couple of kisses on the mouth and stuff too. So, you know, so he asked for it, so now it's coming. Now, so he'll man, he'll gladly take it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sean, man! I love that dude, man. He's awesome.
1: He's all right. Damn, <laughs> Don't don't say too many too many
2: nice things about him. That's my guy, Sean been working man. his ass off the last couple
1: of days. I oh
0: yeah, know, on, their, on their extension. Yeah. Uh. Oh, my dad said, where in, in Jersey? His brother used to live in Cherry Hill.
2: Uh, I was born in Newark, and I was raised in East Orange, and went to high school in Trenton. 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 I and mean, then <laughs> you moved to
1: the whole other side of the country.
2: Yeah, and, uh, well, I did my Marine Corps career. That's what I was about in, same uh, Marine Corps. Car- in the Carolinas. Okay. Yeah, so I was in North Carolina for like a decade, and then. Find myself out in the uh, Libland. I mean California. Oh, <laughs>
0: do you find okay. it so much <laughs> do you find it so much easier to breathe the air when you got to North Carolina from New Jersey?
2: Oh oh definitely, man. New Jersey smells like fucking old diapers. Yes. <laughs>
0: it's it's weird to have a whole state that's based off of exits. Where do you live? Off this exit. <laughs> you
2: know, I left for the Marine Corps twenty three years ago and I think I've been back in New Jersey less than five times. <laughs> and and I think two out of the five times were just because and the other three were have buried people so
3: yeah
2: <laughs> it's just
0: it's a weird state i've never heard a positive thing about new jersey i've got to imagine being on there like uh I mean, the beaches and like cape may and stuff, stuffer
2: ish is yeah yeah the beaches the beaches are cool and there's a lot of nice parts i mean like people don't realize how big new jersey is on like uh agriculture it's the garden state so other than like the, you know, the city life and things like that too, there's a lot of marshes and meadows and like wildlife reserves out there and, and big veteran parks, which I enjoyed that. And, you know, that's when I started like herping as a kid going to like those type of parks and, or the empty lots that they just like tore a building down from. And- <laughs> <laughs> well, and New Jersey, so, you know, I New mean, Jersey has the they,
1: largest black bear they, population per capita or per acre. So it's, there's a very large part of New Jersey that's rural and people just don't realize that because yeah. they've never been there. The non-rural
0: part it's sucks like, so much.
2: It's crazy. Like, dude, yeah. like, when I when I found my first, like, uh, DK snake in New Jersey as a kid, I never told anybody that under that same piece of plywood was a snake, a salamander, and a fucking heroin needle.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, what was his favorite morph combo when he got into the hobby? and How does he feel about that combo now? Dude, man, um, it was real limited. It was just like, Pines, I'll buy those camera, I'll those hypos, pinstripe, spiders, pastels. That was pretty much it back then. And uh I was always partial to the pinstripe, and uh I still am. So I like it in clown. I like pinstripe pods. Um yeah, I still love pinstripe, man. Like I have a rule, I must always keep pinstripe in my collection. I freaking love it. So nice. Yep.
0: Several so people talk about the Pine Barrens. It's like the one thing I know of Jersey is they have the Pine Barrens. Then my dad said, you can also find all those dead bodies from mob hits in the Pine Barrens. Yeah. So.
2: Dude, we used to, we used to play a game and find Jimmy Hoffa as a kid. Uh, we-
0: <laughs> nope. Nope. This dead body's not him. Keep going. <laughs> yep. oh. I'm like,
2: are you guys out there playing Jimmy Hoffa again? Yeah, but we think we got something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so let me get back to some of these uh, responses about, um, Successful keeping uh, our buddy, I'm assuming the stacks is Dax, DNT retakes. I'm assuming he's the one responded. Yeah. Said, not mass producing, don't overwhelm yourself, and don't rely on it being your bread maker. Uh, and great customer service. Uh, again, we've talked about great customer service, it's important, but not mass producing is a big thing, which I think, again, I think the genetic testing is going to cut down on a lot of mass producing. I don't want to say useless ball pythons, because let's face it, they're all useless, but uh, it's going to cut down on. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to cut down on all the, uh, as, as Chris likes to say, cobra food or het freezer ball pythons.
2: I'm going to have a mushy response to this too, so fucking get your fucking tissues out. <laughs> go go, go for it. I, no, I'll wait till the end. I'll wait till you're done with all the responses. I, uh,
0: Danielle said, healthy animals and integrity when dealing with customers. Again, we've talked about that. Uh, also being willing to adapt when new information comes to light, which we, again is a, is a hard part for many people in this hobby. Um like you said, the ones that have been doing it for so many years, willing to not try. Now, don't get me wrong. There are definitely some old timers that do things that have worked since 1975 uh, and they still work now, which is fine, but understand that the other stuff exists and that if you can try them, it's fine. Um, Joe Smith, that is the most generic white person name <laughs> I've ever seen that can't be Anyway, Joe Smith said ethically keeping the animals in a way that allows them to exhibit their natural behavior while maintaining a healthy environment for breeding doing so in a way that is safe and humane for the species and not exploring uh, exploring them to mass produce babies anyways and making sure those babies are sent to people with a basic grasp of the species uh, you know for the longest time everybody's was like well if, if you're keeping them right if they're breeding that means you're keeping them right yes and no I think there's partial truth to that I mean you do have to meet certain criteria for them to breed. I mean, there was a long time where ball pythons did not breed in captivity. They, they got over here. They fucking starved to death and died. That was kind of the, the path of ball pythons. So we did figure out something right now that you can breed them in a shoebox in a closet with minimal effort. Uh, but that, is, can, that cannot be the only measuring uh, stick to whether you're keeping something healthy just because it can breed. Uh, it definitely has to be part of the equation, but it can't be the whole thing. Um, but mostly it's just kind it's, it's, uh, talking about, you know, uh, healthy animals looking at you just you can, you can tell we've seen enough snakes. You can tell. A snake. You, you'll see them post on Facebook. Someone posts a picture of their snake and you're like, well, that's a sick animal. Like, and, mm-hmm. and as soon as someone wants to comment to help them, they get all defensive. I'm like, Whoa, Hey, you decided to put that animal out there for everybody to see. Maybe you should listen to some people, but go ahead and get mushy Antoine.
2: All right, so coming <laughs> piggybacking off the MMA world, like when I started, like, legit training fighters and, like, bringing them in the cage and, like, get my face out there and, like, come to America's and Bellator, um, nothing felt better, like, what, way better than even seeing my guy get the hair raised than other coaches and, like, fighters that I looked up to growing up and their coaches being on podcasts saying stuff like, uh, like, for example, Chuck Liddell's coach, John Hackleman, on a podcast says, Hey guys, I think one of the big upcoming coaches is going to be my guy Antoine Hood on the flawless victory. Boy, I about pissed my damn pants when I heard that. <laughs> and like, just and so to me, being the, being the successful breeder is like the respect and admiration of your peers.
3: I think <laughs> I
2: think that if you, I think if your peers if your peers respect you, especially how competitive we are with all these animals, we're competitive as shit. A lot of these guys aren't really friends. Like, they're just frenemies. Like, they're coaching with each other. They'll, like, kind of, you know, back and forth here and there interact, too. But I want to be the top guy. Like, I don't want to just be, like, filler or extra in this fucking movie. Like, I'll eventually want to be at the top of the mountain. I'm coming for everybody's head. So when people feel that, not even, I wouldn't say the word threat, but feel that you're a competitor or a heavy hitter in the industry – that means everything, all the other boxes should be checked at that point because nobody with a shooting collection is just going to look at that person and hear about them and go, oh, it's no big deal, nothing. You know what I mean? But when you see somebody constantly producing cool animals and coming out with some fire stuff and, you like, marketing is great, social media is great, and every year he's got some new worlds first or some awesome project, and you, know you got to go, "What? Well, damn, he's on my radar now. You know, that's what I want. You know, so you can't have anything. You can't have all those other criterias without having that respect from your peers, too. So
0: so it's funny. You you talked about <laughs> uh, them calling you out for that. That's like when I was at Conroe. And I've said it before. But when Tracy Barker walked by my table and told me how great my was looked. I mean, I held oh, it together until she walked away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then I lost my shit when she walked away.
2: I would have cried. I'm a big voice like that, though. I'm like, stupid. Yeah, That would a fucking... Donna did it right there,
0: man. Sean, yep. Sean's question is, why are there eight different fucking names for solid white snakes? Ball pythons. That's all I got to say, Sean. It's <laughs> ball pythons. Uh, yeah. Just
2: because there's different genes that do the same That's it. So
0: that's... Oh, no. Did we lose us or did we lose, did we lose Antoine? I still have internet. I
1: think we lost Antoine. Let's let's see. Then pause. Oh, there
0: he pause. is. There you go. Oh.
2: We're back. Oh, all right. I blamed it on Sean because he fucking like stop, put, <laughs> stop putting him up
0: there he's fucking up everything god damn it sean uh well that's like so we talked about mixing genes together and all in these quad heads and all this stuff um it, it, it also depends on which genes like there, there are certain things like you can't just put like four genes together and go man i got a, a four gene animal some of those genes together just look like shit so like like when we go to the white snakes you can put some of these together and it just ends up a lot of A lot of things that get mixed together just end up taking away color. Like you just lose a lot of color and things fade as they get older. Yeah. It's got four or five genes in it, but, uh, it looks like yeah. shit.
2: And then you have to kind of, sometimes you got to be the bold guy to experiment too. Like, um, oh, excuse me, uh, recessive that's coming back right now. is a genetic strike, but it's really limited. So you can have two, three genes in the G strike And you might have like a little squiggly line on the side. You know, like some guy just came up with the Hurricane Genetic Strike, and all it did was make the strike like squiggly instead of straight on the back. And that's it. I'm like, I spent three years
3: on this. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: And now I gotta convince somebody that this subtle change in the gene has this other gene in it. So now I'm gonna charge you three grand for this animal. That's a hard sell, man. So, but. You know, big shot to those people who you know get who experiment with those, and sometimes they don't turn out the right way. You know, so there's a lot of projects I get into when I find a hip I want, it looks like a fucking turd. Yeah, and I'm just like, ah, I'm not showing that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, but you know, but there's there, there's never just that end game with some of those genes too. So you always got to know, okay, if this is a big pattern mutation that's messing up the pattern of animals. Do I keep it like this and just add color to it or, you know, like what direction go from there? So, like, I know you guys see the monsoon project. To me, every monsoon looks the same. Yeah. Every monsoon is to say, like, oh, this is the light monsoon. That's the medium dark one. That's the dark rose. To me, it's like coffee. It's like coffee tint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got the Pike Place dark rose monsoon? All right, cool. So, I think with that, that's when you put Lambda albino into it, you put Desert Ghost, Ultramel, Monarch, you know, do it that way and that's the direction I'm going with it. So I have a couple of pairs of doublehead Desert Ghost monsoons. So, I just want to make some bright speckly snakes now <laughs> instead of just some...
0: <laughs> that, that's, that's always my problem with a lot of ball Python morphs is they just, you know? they fucking look the same. Like, a lot of them, I'm like, that, I'll, I'll, so, I hang out with a lot of ball Python people at shows, oddly enough. Sure. But like, they'll, They'll point out things and start saying, this is that. And I'm like, it's a slightly better looking normal. I don't understand. I don't understand it. It's still brownish, goldish color with black well, markings.
2: Because you're not seeing the potential in the James. Shut the That's fuck why. up. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, why. I- all, you're seeing, all you're seeing is the surface. You're not seeing what it can do to other things along the line. You're, you're right. That, and that, you, I don't get you don't, it. You don't, you don't have the eyes yet. And there's a time where I didn't either. Like, you, like when yellow bellies first came out and they were like, oh, this is yellow belly. I was like, this is normal. They were like, no, if you, if you go like this and look at the flaming, I was like, I have normals who have flaming and shit too. Is mine a yellow belly? No, because I'm like, well, you know, so it took, it, it, it took a while to kind of get to it. There were genes that I should have messed with years ago that because to me it looked like a normal, I just was like, nah you know but then once you see it in clown and pine and what it does to other things or the super forms it made it a better animal so, so that's why yeah, i like it, things it, like
0: clown pie banana ultramel. i can look at them and go yeah that's different that's definitely a different
2: stuff. james you're gonna have to open your hearts to um some new avenues and explore the wonders of that is python regis no i'm good and, uh, <laughs> i'm good and um
3: the Regis said Kathy Lee and um, <laughs> <laughs> oh god,
2: fucking ball
0: pythons. Uh, so our other question of the week was: uh, What is one tool you wish you had in your collection? Uh, which were some interesting answers here. Uh, Megan said a solar meter, which was going to be great because we were going to have McVeigh on, and they have one. But I guess we'll have to wait till next week. But yes, the solar meter is great, especially if you have things, lizards that need UV lights, tortoises that need UV lights, not your ball pythons that you're going to put in a closet. You, that's fine. You don't need it for them. Fucking ball pythons. Uh, humidifiers. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I've always lived in places where humidity has never been an issue, but like mm-hmm. Antoine, I bet out there, humidity is probably an issue for you.
2: If I get 5% humidity, I'm. it's <laughs> going to rain. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh. So,
0: I can't imagine living in a place like, like Jason Miloradovich, who lives in Colorado. It's always dry there. I just can't imagine having to deal with that, and then have to deal like animals shed shed. And we never really have shedding issues here because it's it's we live in a fucking swamp down here.
2: Yeah, I just have to use some kind of like coconut product, and I have to literally like spray it every every other day, and then um, they usually do well like that. So if I go maybe three or four days, that thing is bone dry in there, man, and they won't they don't do well. It's crazy. So,
0: I can see where human fire be issue. Uh Douglas Ray White Ooh. said he he needs an emu. He does. Uh, Douglas, he got one this weekend. He did. I saw
1: his emu. His mm-hmm. stuffed emu, which would probably not kill him, maybe. Sean brought it in in a tote and like was shaking it around like unlike had him and Tasha convinced. That was a lot of it emu in there. And Tasha was fucking pissed. <laughs> and then Sean reaches in and like pulls it out. And yeah, it was great. Fucking
0: Douglas Ray White would get killed by an emu. That that would be north louisiana man
1: killed by emu right well did you see an alaska state trooper well he's like a judicial officer for alaska state trooper got killed by a muskox this weekend the fuck in his own yard like in the middle of the night heard his dogs going crazy because he's a musher yeah also and goes out to check on his dog there's a freaking muskox out there and it gored him and fuck that yeah
2: See, but that's how you go. No, man. Like, I don't want to fucking die from choking off a muffin. Or
3: always, a heart like, attack, oh, oh, right?
2: Oh, yeah. It was or crazy, heart- man. Uh, Antoine got the COVID vaccine, and then uh, he went to sleep, and fucking he got myocarditis and died. You know how I pissed off? I would have fucking haunted all you motherfuckers. That shit that
3: took
2: me out. No, man. Like, that's some bullshit. I would have like, fucking Antoine's pet jaguar he decided to turn left one day when he wanted to go right and he ripped his throat out. That's some gangster
0: shit. Anton was laying in the That's hospital. Like, Don't <laughs> let me die from this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, hell
0: no. Someone bring man. in a lion. Let it tear me apart. I need something to happen quickly yeah. before
1: I go.
2: And if that does happen, feel free to lie. like, yeah, man.
1: Just... <laughs> <laughs> so you see what had Dude, happened re- was. It wasn't... Dude,
2: a... I remember I said... I remember I was talking about myself as a kid and I tripped in the kitchen and hit my throat on the back of the kitchen chair. And it's like... And I'm fucking going... <gasps> but... I'm not like, oh, my God, I can't breathe. I'm thinking to myself, this is how it's going to fucking end, bro. <laughs> this, is, this is how the story ends. This is bullshit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I Every time. Like, I'm still a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> like, Why am I going to fucking
0: die? Every time I'm <laughs> home alone fucking- and I like, I'm like, i eating like Doritos, I'm like, I don't want to choke right now on these Doritos. I'm
1: home alone. No one's here to save me. Yeah. This is the worst fucking way to die. I was like, I've been at the shop by myself for the last two days, and I'm like, fuck. If I'm like, have a heart attack or something, that's just it. I'm just not going to come home tonight. And yeah. Rachel's going to be like, where's Robert? And drive up here and here, my, here I am. And then I feel sorry for the motherfuckers that got to carry me out. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I told Rachel. Look, if I'm having a heart attack upstairs, push me downstairs. <laughs>
3: really
0: because I don't know how you're going to get me out otherwise. Oh, uh, Max Hicks said the thing, the tool he needs is a 750 credit score.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, I mean, man, that is
0: true. You're in the wrong hobby for that. Uh, Jason Miller said an ultrasound. Yeah, I guess. I yeah. One. Uh, Drew yeah. Schultz said more cameras to put in his enclosures, which would have been great because I had Ryan McVeigh has cameras, which we'll ask him about next week. But uh,
2: yeah, I got one from I got a VidTech camera too. So did you get one? Uh, just in case um, those escapees, man. I gotta have to see if I can find, figure <laughs> out their route.
0: Have you hooked it up and all? Have you started, have you used the camera?
2: I didn't even put it up yet. <laughs> <I purchased> it. <laughs> so
0: I'm gonna get out and it's be like, so, check the camera. Well, the camera's in the box, so
2: I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put it up soon and do a whole review on it and everything like that too. So yeah, Ryan's awesome, man. I got to talk to him at a few shows and stuff too. So fucking, I definitely support VivTech.
0: I want <laughs> to I want to check out all of his sensor products that he has and all those monitoring things and that whole that whole thing so that's i'm looking forward to talking to him about all that stuff i mean i love the bulbs but i really want to look at some of the other things that i can use uh just on my equipment just for like peace of mind um robin williamson robin williamson i was gonna say robin williams but robin williamson that's robin and yeah no, robin. Our dragons yeah yeah me and my sister both say a man that knows how to use pro, uh, power tools so that they don't have to build and repair everything themselves that's- <laughs> I come in. Handy. That's
2: overrated that's, that's overrated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh Eric at Colossal Constrictors, who's doing our giveaway, said also said an ultrasound. Um Andrea schliff 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 however you pronounce it. Tongs, hooks with a GPS device, still missing several and can't ever find them. yeah <laughs> That is why I love having places to be able to like I have a those things you can put on the wall that will hold like a broom or a mop. That's where like Mm -hmm. my tongs will go or my I have like for like small feeding forceps. I have a magnetic strip and they just stick to that so that I can always find where they are. Uh, Joshua Stover said Wi-Fi controlled anything. Bad part about living in the sticks is there's no decent Internet, though, (laughs) that that would make it hard. Uh, Todd Mills said a building to move all of this out of his home. Uh, Todd Sanders said an ultrasound. Uh, Paul Fiorito said one ridiculous fan that promotes me for every day free for every day well i mean (laughs) the problem is you're not getting any fans because you don't want to talk to customers after you sell things to them paul so uh, there's a problem there uh justin said a program that combines some of the features on morph market with some of the features of reptile scan all in one app which is what jake uh justin just kind of came out with Mm -hmm. Uh, and then uh jack ottaway said a uv meter which again check out VivTech. they have uv meters uh what uh is there anything that you're wanting to get? I mean, you said you just got the camera, which you haven't hooked up yet, but anything else that you're wanting to get for your collection tool wise, not animal wise, but things to make your life somewhat easier?
2: Oh, the ultrasound was a big game changer for me. So that's probably my most significant purchase in the past three years, I would say. So um it's got me to the point where my breeder males, I'm not overbreeding them and wearing them out and Dude, I've killed some males in the past. You know, I was like, hey, I can get one more tie out of him. He's blah, blah, and then fucking like, he put him in there and he just, you know, fucking to death and stuff too, man. So that's that's not really a good business model and it's not really healthy for the animals either. So, but, you know, knowing the females file for development exactly where they are and when to bring them and when not to, it just saves you a lot, man, and kind of lets you dictate your males workload for the year. So, it's been super productive for me. And uh, yeah, that's been the because you can't pay me enough to palpate, dude. I've been trying to do this <laughs> shit for fucking, for damn near two decades now. If I squeeze a female, put my finger up her fucking thing, and she shits out a fucking missile. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got jujitsu hands, dude, this fucking, I got a fucking robot grip, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have that mama alligator touch where I can be deadly when I want to be, but really, really soft. Nah. So going back to, you
0: to ways we want to die. Uh, and you're both out there. My dad uh, fucking to death doesn't seem like a bad way to go. So I do have a couple of boas males that I need to separate from the females just because they've been fucking nonstop and which is not good. In the fact that obviously they haven't knocked them up yet, but I'm like, they're going to keep fucking. So I need to go ahead and try to pull them and get some food into them and then, then try putting them back and see if that helps. But I think Rachel's
1: starting with her doom Rolls boas. bows. She's feeding them tonight. So in two weeks she'll start pairing them. So yeah, we'll be in that same because they have to stay paired for a couple months. Yeah, for a while, yeah. And then uh, we might have babies by this time next year.
0: I didn't mention last week, uh, I finally put my rubber boas in the freezer. Oh, you did? For the season. So, but I'm far less stressed now than I was two seasons ago ago, when I did the first time. Now I'm just like, fucking put them in the freezer. I'll see them in three months. It's fine. Oh, because
2: like, oh, like, yeah, the like they'll
0: it they drops down to like 40s like low 40s and so even on the back of the tub in the, in the wine cooler will form ice Um, and God they'll still cruise damn. around with ice around them fucking rubber boas you uh,
2: put me at 40 degrees I'm dead
0: <laughs> <laughs> hell
3: no uh, Darren Watson's new
0: new breeder name Fuck to Death Pythons oh, man. Oh, man.
3: Be
1: FTD Pythons nice. man,
0: dude,
3: You, you might get FTD sued everywhere.
1: by <laughs> You do FTD you might get sued by the big uh, Trucking company Oh
0: yeah um, let see Amanda said Glad our chameleons are color coded with breeding No ultrasound needed uh, Pink is receptive Black is gravid <laughs> That would be so much easier if, if snakes just change oh, colors. Oh, right? I know, right? Could, could you just turn pink when you're ready to fuck?
1: Oh, huh. Anyways. Your dad's going to have a comment on that one. Yeah, probably.
0: Probably. I'm just going <laughs> to ignore him. So uh, there was a new study that came out. Um, and actually, uh, it came from a listeners uh, who we got our new logo from. Sent this to me. But scientists have discovered that female snakes... Have a clitoris. Like, there's no joke to go with that. That's a factual thing. uh mm-hmm. They discovered that female snakes have a clitoris, and I'm assuming mm-hmm. uh that it was male scientists that were working on this project for a long time, H- which is why they didn't find money it.
1: Money was donated, was uh, was granted to study that. I don't know. Is my next question.
0: But uh, it wasn't.
2: It wasn't like all or most. Some. And they like-
0: they looked at several different ones, and they all had them. So it's kind of assumed that they all have them. uh it was a female scientist that finally found the, the snake's clitoris. Because men aren't good at it. They can't find <laughs>
3: it.
0: <laughs> a, Janet no, King said no, the world no. would be a better place if everyone turned pink when they were ready to fuck. No, because you would just walk around seeing a bunch of pink dudes walking out.
1: Yeah, every man would just be pink all the time. Wife,
0: wife is walking with her husband. All of a sudden, hot chick walks by and he turns pink. What's that for? <laughs> Nothing. It's you, I swear. <laughs> Going to Hooters, every dude, and there's bright-ass pants just glowing bright pink. And then <laughs> women are women are just never pink ever.
2: Bad headaches and stuff,
3: so
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but uh so yeah, they they found the snake clutters. They they think that they uh and they're still doing more research on it, but um that, you know, basically we assume when it came to snake breeding that it was just the male bothered the female until you could fucking rape her and, and have babies. And they think that maybe uh all that rubbing on the tail that the male does to the female maybe to entice her rubbing against where the clitoris is because in the base of her tail around the same way she would find the hemipenes in a male uh and get them to uh to want to have sex speaking of wanting to have sex uh janna king says she's always pink so in case somebody uh, well, uh take that however I'm, you want
2: i'm sorry huh <laughs> <laughs> i mean which will i mean which will also explain why a lot of snakes are breeding outside of season when they're not ready to so they just fucking for fun
3: yeah
0: just just rubbing them <laughs> on each other's hemipenes peens and hemi clits, hmm. and I, yeah. I recommended this to a child two weeks ago. This podcast, this is a, this is a scientific thing. I was, I was talking sure. to some coworkers today because I just found this today, and I and I told them, and they looked at me weird. I was like, "It's a scientific fact. I'm not trying to be dirty. It is science." Can't help that it just yeah, sounds dirty. Like,
2: when I start when I start throwing this into the did you know, it's going to be a lot weirder to go. Oh, snakes have two dicks.
0: <laughs> snakes snakes <laughs> have two
2: dicks, and females have clits. <laughs>
0: okay good luck on finding that's it
2: be, that's gonna be interesting around the uh the office the water fountain.
0: <laughs> do you know you can rub the female so wait does that mean we could just take the females out and just keep rubbing them on their tail and then put them with the male and they'll be ready you
2: should probably go to jail if you do that <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: so i uh, i posted a video of this wildebeest getting attacked by a crocodile, by a little crocodile, by a little crocodile, and the wildebeest almost gets out, and and you can hear the people in the background. The dad seems to be enjoying watching this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the rest of the people there are fucking bawling and crying and like uh, they're so no. sad. And the wildebeest gets to the edge of the bank and he's about to get out. He's only being held by one leg by this little crocodile, and this big, massive fucking crocodile comes over and just grabs the whole wildebeest and just takes off with it. And they're oh, and they're crying, and the only. The only thing I could picture was Betty White sitting there and going, I hope, you know, I'm rooting for the crocodile.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for real, right?
0: <laughs> so, oh, just man. a full Lake Placid mo- mode there. I mean, this 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 big crocodile just comes in and, like, makes the wildebeest look like a chihuahua and just yeah. takes it in its mouth and swims off. He's like, no, so I'll go saying, ahead and take that. Thanks for holding this for me, for little guy.
2: I'll
1: take that. But There's
0: I just video of a
2: guy getting in the water trying to save his dog from the little gator and stuff, man. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, bro. If that happens about my dogs, I love them, but man, that's the Lord's will, bro. <laughs> oh. First of
0: all, I'm gonna jump in the water and now you both going to get our asses kicked. Hey, but, Why? There, but like. there you go. <laughs> Antoine killed by alligator. Yep. Hey, we need uh, to talk
1: about our friend Blake Wilson for a second. And his and his new pet? Yeah. What do they call it? Uh, Bartholomew. Bartholomew. Blake Wilson went to Peru. Two weeks ago for yeah. a herping trip. And he brought back a... And a brought pet. back a botfly larva in his leg. Oh. And they can't remove Why? it. They have to, I guess, let it emerge. Do they have to? Or I is he know, choosing to? It's Blake. leaving it there. And he's made... been videoing it every day. It's fucking gross. You can see it moving in the opening yeah, on like his leg. Like, you can see its face inside the opening, like, moving around. And, uh, yeah... It, several people are like, please let me be the one that pulls that out. No, fuck like that. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, there
2: that, that has to be a YouTube video attached to that. Rand has
1: to. <laughs> oh, it's, it's gross.
0: Just watching, like it pops up on your, like you're scrolling through Facebook and then you just you see this bot fly larva moving inside somebody.
1: Oh, apparently they put out an enzyme or something that blocks pain. So he can't feel it, but it's like in his calf, like moving around oof. and nah, fuck Holy that. Shit. I'm that, like, Just take the
0: leg. Not going straight to a doctor. I'm like, y'all are getting this out of here. I don't care what you gotta do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um,
0: oh, you you posted this one though, but uh, it it just oh it opens this Friday. This Friday, Reptilandia in mm-hmm. what part of Texas? You know, Johnson City, Johnson City, Texas, country. So we had Ari Flagel on a while back to talk about Reptilandia, and I want to go there so bad. Um, the exhibits and the cages. that It's it's a, it's a reptile zoo that they built in Johnson City, mm-hmm. um, and it looks amazing. He's got these giant multi species uh, setups. Uh, we've saw videos of where, like, the Diamondbacks were like combating, uh, which looked really cool in the setup.
1: Um, so that opens up this Friday. Tra- Travis Wyman just posted a uh, article about a cat eye snake biting someone in Belize and what it did to their hand. And- oh, is that the one where it turns like like almost looks like necrotic? But mm-hmm.
3: yeah, we, yeah, we have a cat eye snake.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: it's a it's a rare thing, mm-hmm. venomous snake.
1: Oh, I know. Jeez. I know.
0: I'm gonna make sure Rachel reads that. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so go out to Reptilandia in Johnson City. How far is that from us? That's a while ways out there. Oh, four
1: hours, four to five hours. Ooh, that could be fun to go to. Yeah, no. But the great thing is, is, it's near Fredericksburg, and there's all kinds of cool stuff to do out there. But why would we want to do anything besides uh, go to Reptilandia? He says
0: the is there a big, is there
2: a big airport near there?
1: San Antonio, about two
2: hours. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's not too bad.
1: He said "Uh, in the poster, says, love
3: Actually, Austin's
1: closer. Is
3: it Austin's
0: closer. I'm looking at the map now. So this is a place for you. Reptolandia is one of the biggest oh. indoor reptile zoos out there. It's indoors also. So about by- three hours and 42 minutes from here. From here? Ooh, that's- we do that. Yeah, that's easy. Uh, that's like going to Lafayette. Yeah, the biggest indoor reptile zoo out there with an... Why is he going to use big-ass words?
1: Dude, they got a, a restaurant in town called <laughs> Fat Boy Burgers. It's named after me. I mean, oh, up. we're going, oh, he's, got a, <laughs> he's got a temperate building,
0: which means air conditioned. I'm fat. That sounds amazing. Two story tropical building showcasing species from all over the world. Wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. The word you got hung up on was temperate.
0: No, I didn't get hung up. I said, it. I'm all in here. It's, it's air conditioned. It's air conditioned and I'm fat. I'm, I, I, love, temperate. I love
2: temperate. I love temperate rooms. Temperate kicked
3: your ass, boy. We no. gotta talk. No, it was okay. A, it, was eth- okay gotcha. it was
0: the ethnographic museum. He has a museum that's, of like all the different places around the world, like cultures and stuff. So, like tribal mask and all the types of things because he's gone to New Guinea, so he's got like new, a lot of New Guinea stuff. He's got some African stuff there, uh, South American, uh, uh tribal stuff there. So, that, that's a cool museum on top of the animals.
2: That's
0: oh, that's dope, yeah. Um, Add that to the, add that to the trip for 2023 yeah I, I can't wait to go like I said he he sent he's posted videos and he's talked about it these cages are huge they're they're bigger than most zoos and like I said there's several species in them and so it's basically like looking at a chunk of a forest and seeing what's really happening in the forest not just a small little cage with a Python sitting in the corner going oh look there's a Python in the corner
3: <laughs>
0: Uh. Jana says, who is your top three for the contest? Inquiring minds are dying to know. Well, of course, Caleb, Caleb, and Caleb. It's uh,
1: it's less than
2: an uh, hour from yeah. the Austin
1: show. Oh, is it really?
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: that's cool. So we'll have to
0: go there. Uh, Jana, he told us earlier before we got here that he was never going to vote for you, um, and that it was only going to be Caleb. Caleb has all of his heart.
2: <laughs> all of it.
1: So, no, a- Antoine, uh, have you actually met Caleb in person? Yeah.
2: Yes, yeah. a few times.
1: At Arlington, right? That's-
2: yep yeah it was, he drew it all over my shoulder but i mean none of that <laughs> he's like hi I'm like, oh, just call <laughs> so, no yeah um yeah, he he latched on to me for most of the show and we hung out and had a good time man yeah so um uh what about janice up there and reggie and um and i think uh Courtney, Stephen from Leviathan, man, the three of them just been killing it, man. You know, so even though um, Andrew is my boy, and I put him, I got him to do the first episode that was on my show, but um, he's gonna step it up apparently uh, this week. So I'm excited to see what he does. He's gonna have some like cool shit he's supposed to be posting. So we'll see. But uh, it's it's gonna be close, man. And honestly, if any of those guys win, I'd be happy, you know, because they're actually those actually people I would actually listen to on a full podcast for an hour and a half two hours anyway too and they all have some cool animals so um i think i asked the question last, on last week debates but it never um it never got around to being asked but uh i said who has the best collection out of everybody and nobody answered it so i, I thought that was like a huge fight and, you know this kind of, kind of got brushed over so you know i actually want to listen to somebody to actually put in the money and have some dope stuff so We'll see how it goes, man. And, and I still honestly don't know who my twenty-five percent vote is going to. So, so whoever fucking kills it at the, you know, at the wire, that's who's gonna get it.
0: It's it's Caleb. It's all right.
2: But I'm it like, but like I said though, I'm I'm kind of sad but at the same time. I'll be happy to pass the torch on to the, to the newest generation. <laughs>
0: uh, Brian McDowell posted a picture of a Marshall Eagle eating a savannah monitor up in a tree. Like it's just yeah. the head of a Savannah monitor hanging from its claws. I
1: saw that. It's, that's badass. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Name we it's already eight forty five. It, it is time goes by fast when you're having fun, I guess.
2: Well, you guys let me run my yak for fucking like an hour and a half. <laughs>
3: and when you're talking
2: about
0: clitorises, it just
2: tons of fun. It just, it just it just flows, you know? I mean
0: I'm trying to read all the all these this ball python so people in this thing. chat. Jesus Christ! You bring in one ball python person, and the rest of them follow them in. That's okay. Well, I
2: actually <laughs> uh, I actually shared the link on uh, media <laughs> on a bunch of pages and stuff too. So I did my due diligence. Well, I was like, you know that, what? Man. Yeah let's let's get let's get these guys ones of views. Ones you know, can't so- wait.
0: <laughs> uh, so there were several. What you like? There were several posts on Facebook this week that I found interesting. Uh, one was the, oh, shit, what was There was one about a boa. But you you were trying to find pictures, like bad pictures on Morph Market or whatever, or people's Animals.
1: Um, like the guy that's holding the Doom bow and his fucking dirty-ass foot with no shoe on is right there <laughs> underneath it. <laughs> and then the, the next picture is like, I swear this guy's arm hair has to be six inches long. And it's like the snake is like hiding in his arm hair. And I sent that to Chris Eaton and he goes, Is he fucking naked? <laughs> Dude, oh. I want to do a
2: picture like that where I'm like doing like a reflection into my incubator and I'm
3: like butt ass naked.
0: <laughs> 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 That's like oh, the ones you see man. on like like Facebook Marketplace. The we we'll go around where someone's like selling a TV. Yeah. And they're standing yeah. there naked when they take a <laughs> the picture of the TV. Yeah. Man. I'm just looking at the lizard moving around.
2: What's wrong with people
0: <laughs> a lot a lot is wrong with people uh there was someone that posted a a picture earlier this week asking for help their their boas so they had this small like have you ever seen the small like flat critter keepers not the tall ones but like they're made for like tarantulas yeah. uh, they had two boa babies in there and then they had below it in a tank with a heat rock a ball python and they were trying to figure out why their snakes weren't eating none of them were eating and like this this she picture is, is why they're not eating <laughs> Two Boas. Two Boas and a
1: Critter Keeper. With what obviously looked
0: like no heat on them.
1: And somebody said something. You have two Boas in it? Well, they're babies. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's still an issue. Yeah. Oh, fucking people.
2: I had a, I had a, I had a local rescue person here that um, bought like some it was like a passed out inchy like three years ago and then they came back later and bought another little simple snake. I was like, yeah, the snake I bought from you died like a few months back. Uh, I want to get my money back. I'm like, well, was it eating? No. How's it set up? Well, I had a house with the other snake the whole time and uh but it seemed fine. I was like, Well, what was your heat source? Oh, I had this big red lamp in there.
1: Well, you should give me money for being stupid.
2: I'm like, You're a terrible rescue, first of all. Let's start <laughs> with and then and then this word the rescue gets thrown around so uh, crazy. I'm like, most yes. of these people aren't rescues, bro. No. You just fucking you're just trying to get snakes for fucking the cheap, and then you're just fucking getting a couple of meals in them if that, and I, then just flipping them.
1: When I see uh, I'm looking to rescue a ball python. No normals, please. Then you're not a fucking rescue.
3: Yeah.
2: Or I just rescued this snake from PetSmart for three hundred dollars.
1: Yeah. I hate Girl, that good one. job right. on your seventy-five dollars pastel there. <laughs> fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you if you
0: bought it, you didn't rescue it. That's, that's not the same thing. Yeah. Um, oh, but shit, I find, but
2: we but we have to be responsible when we educate people and in, in do it in a tactful manner, and not seem condescending and
0: <laughs> bullshit. Some people need to be what? called out on being stupid. Yeah.
2: But this, sometimes,
0: for sure. Um.
2: You know, you attract more flies when you shit on them than when you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it. Go. You attract more honey. You flies if you shit on them. That Uh, sounds (laughs) sounds right. (laughs) That sounds right. Yeah. (laughs) What if I just
1: mix some shit and honey together? Do I get all the flies? You say one sweet thing while shitting on them. Right.
2: You get some sweet shit. You got to do the You have to do the compliment sandwich. There you go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, fucking people. So yeah. uh, I guess it's uh, coming up on two hours, so we can. It's probably time to wrap it up so that Antoine can get back to the fact that it's still probably daylight where he's at.
3: Six, oh no, it's it's six it's forty. It
2: got dark at five my time, like right when we started.
0: Jeez. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, I just he was like, I forgot he was in Pacific and then he asked earlier, he's like, What is that in Pacific
1: time? I was like, Oh, I forgot he's in that stupid time zone. <laughs> <laughs> like time, when I lived out there, yeah. I would be like, Oh, I need to call my grandma. Shit, it's eight o'clock. She's in bed <laughs> yeah. already because it's ten o'clock in Texas. <laughs> Every time my mom's
2: on the East Coast, so 4:30 oh, a.m. Yeah. Antoine, it's your mother calling you. I'm like, Mom, it's 4:30 a.m. No, it's actually 7:30 over here. I'm like, but it's 4:30 here. There's a time zone. <laughs> oh, okay. But anyway, <laughs> yeah.
3: like, now that you're up, yeah.
2: that's her
3: up.
0: Oh, uh, I was I, the Pacific time zone is always weird because, like, all right, just when you watch TV, like, if you're watching, uh, uh, it's always like the time you see the time for Eastern and Central. And then you realize that they're on a completely different thing and they have to wait several hours, but like it's like time travel over there. Or like
2: Mountain Mountain time always kicks in my ass. I'm like, Mountain? What the
0: fuck? you always forget it exists? Like, Exist. like there's like people that live in this?
2: Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> people live in this time zone? For real. Goddamn Albuquerque. <laughs> you got some yeah. you got, sen- you got central, correct?
0: Yes. Yeah. Central. We're- Chicago time zone, which is how it always shows up on like anything when you're picking. I don't know why Chicago <laughs> became the place, but that's always like, what times do you live? New York, Chicago. I'm like, I guess Chicago, I have to claim that, but nowhere fucking near it. Yep. I'm just looking at some of the, these are all people, I guess, let's see, Lori Grace says she doesn't know people well enough to rip on them yet. You don't have to know people well enough to rip on them. Go for it.
1: Yeah. James makes an art out of that. Fucking, It's it's
0: amazing. Be Be confident in yourself and make fun of people. It'll make you feel I like was, a better person.
2: I will say this, James, man. I'm jealous that uh, our class from last year didn't like do these big social media pushes the way that these guys are and made it a little more like, competitive. you know. Like Half of our class is like, oh, I'm just going to bow out. And I'm just not going to do anything. And yeah, like, oh, I went through the process man, of like,
0: making memes and everybody else just kind of disappeared.
2: Like, yeah, dude, like, I fucking like I, I enjoyed it, man. I just wish like more people knew who you were, so that way it would have been more fun to rag <laughs> on
0: you. I agree. I wish more people <laughs> <laughs> knew. Like, I figure I'll make fun of. I'll make fun of Antoine, and people will learn who like, I am through I, my making fun of Antoine.
2: Dude, when I made that video when you were talking about your tortoises, people <laughs> <laughs> was like, "What the fuck, dude." <laughs> It was it was great, but then again, people were like, "Who who is this guy?" I was like, fuck, man, this shit doesn't hit right, <laughs> like. Because
0: I am well, not a ball python person.
2: But I, I'm proud of the man you become, James. And um, thank, I thank you, thank you, Antoine. That, Even though you, I just want to say that I appreciate your growth and, and your ass development motherfucker. as a as a podcaster and as an overall human being. And, um, I, really, I am not I really growing as a human
0: being. I'm staying where our, I am.
2: I really admire and respect you, man. So I mean, you, you keep doing a good job, buddy. And one day you're going to be an eighth as famous as me.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to say something completely uh, off topic here because some friends of mine just shared their new podcast. They're they're uh, it's uh, two women. They just got married. Their podcast is called Odd Titties and Clitoriosities. <laughs>
3: Hold on, hold
1: on a second. <laughs> He's getting a paper <laughs> pin. Odda and clitoriati, clitoriosities. Hey, I have a topic we, I've got a clitoris topic. I know. Pull. I'm like, that's what brought it up. Uh,
0: audit titties oh, yeah. and clitoriosities. 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 That seems well, right I mean, up. No, I just,
2: I always need new podcasts to clean, uh, the clean stuff
0: too. You know, so <laughs> titties and. Send them, a, send them that article about snake clitorises.
2: I'm done. No. Consider me subscribed. Go like, follow their podcast.
1: Autotitiespod <laughs> at gmail.com is their email. The old Auditties Pod. I like it. Just I think I should just call it the clam bake.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> it took Antoine a second.
2: He got it.
1: <laughs> okay, Antoine about to have another heart attack.
2: Oh please don't. Oh man. Oh, well, I think I, I think I'm fine now. I have a normal resting heart rate now. It's oh, that's not good. like ninety. It's like ninety nine like it was back in May. It's down to like in the forties again. Bro. So when
1: it ha- did, you also, know what was you know, happening? It, like when you had a heart attack, you go shit. This is a heart attack.
2: No, I thought I had gas.
1: Yeah, that's. So I have a friend <laughs> so, who almost died from a widow maker a couple of years ago, and that was. He's like, I'm not going to the hospital. I'm fine. And his wife was like, There's something wrong, and like forced him so, to go. And thank God she did because he he damn near died from it
2: so working out on the base here in town trying to like because a lot of people commute from like hours away we have we're off every other friday call it a flex friday and so it's a flex weekend so i got up early that friday and um you know everyone knows i like build guns and stuff too so i build ars and like glock clones too so i'm testing a lot of stuff i've got my backpack i'm in the desert just fucking dumping the shooting 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 and i'm just like <sighs> Fucking gas is crazy, right? So I go to the gas station, grab like some fucking ginger ale, some cokes, and I'm like, just fucking letting out breath for nothing. So I tough it out because I'm a marine, <laughs> you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the next day, we got it's a UFC card. Um, I'm on a pay per view, and it's just me with fucking a mountain of wings and beers and shit too. And I'm just that's, that's good for heart attacks. On, here. The, on the couch, just fucking screaming at the television, and I'm like, ah. Oh, fuck, man, this is so uncomfortable. (laughs) So, nothing. So, uh, Sunday morning, I get up and I wake up out of my bed like in a lot of pain and I go to the refrigerator and I fucking grab another ginger ale and I burp and I pass out. Boom. Faceplant. Done. And I get up and I feel a little bit better. I come to and I'm like, man, maybe I should go to the hospital. (laughs) 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 But first... Let me make sure I shower because you got to have clean drawers when you go to the shop, you know, to the hospital and you're not funky you know I and mean, everything too. So we get there and they're like, man, your heart took a beating like all weekend. And so I'm like, well, type of something I don't know. And, you know, and it was like my heart was inflamed and enlarged. So the actual uh, diagnosis was myocarditis and what's turned out to be a, a legit side effect through the vaccine. I found a bunch of people around me during that time where um. At a Facebook group where it was 837 of us that had the same issue, with like it was either Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson Johnson. That didn't matter. Um, two months after yeah. that, I came back to check on everybody. 250 people in the group died. Fuck. After, I, after, they were, after, they, after they were feeling better. So I'm like, man, I don't want to feel better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a friend who she's 32, she's a single mom, she got the Pfizer vaccine. And then she got a booster and about three weeks after she got the booster, she woke up one morning and is paralyzed from the neck down. She has Guillain-Barre syndrome. She just got out of the hospital last Sunday, Saturday, after five and a half months in the in hospital and rehab facilities, she still can't walk or anything, but her insurance is like, well, we're not paying anymore. So you get to go home and hundred uh, percent linked Bye-bye. to the, to that vaccine.
2: Engineers um, on the base, she does like all the plans for like the new bombs and stuff like that too. Like, she's like super important. Like, mm-hmm. she goes, Oh, I think this, I think we should make this new advanced javelin missile that does this. You know, that's her job. She brainstorms it, plans it out. She thinks of ways to blow motherfuckers off. So, um, she was pre diabetic but didn't know until after she got the vaccine and somehow, whatever shot she got interfered with that, two days later, she went completely blind. Oh fuck! And it's still and it's been a year now. She still has no sight, so can't work. Her whole her uh, life is on her, like doing plans and you know being an engineer and can't do nothing, man. Completely blind.
1: Damn. Uh, hmm. All right, well, but, let's end the
3: show on a good note.
2: <laughs> but we're not, but we're not going to get into the uh, political and philosophical ramifications of this whole thing because you know the, <laughs> yep. I kind of. I really don't get into that kind of thing, but me either. I used to. Maybe, maybe for some people it helped them out. You know what I mean? And I got COVID three times since the vaccine. So I got it, but I got, I got, I got, I got a little card that led me into one of the reptile shows in California. Though
1: I got, uh, I got the vaccine, got COVID a week later went back and got my booster like three weeks later or the second shot, like three weeks later. And they were like, Oh yeah, you're fine. That shit almost killed me. And I've had COVID twice since then. So. I'm, yeah, so there, yeah. So
2: the numbers are coming back up in California. So they're making us wear a mask on base tomorrow. So they said you have to wear a mask or you can go home. I was like, Hmm, checks bank account. All right. I'm going to test this theory. <laughs> <laughs> fights this weekend, so if you're going to send me home early, and, I got to, and I'm got and i already taking off Friday, alright, I got you. Let me fucking call your bluff. And I'm <laughs> also the only electrician at my job now, because nobody wants to work on a Harrier, because it's a dying jet, and no one wants to move to California, because it's California, so... They, still, yeah, I they, don't, still make, I,
0: they don't still make Harriers, do they?
2: No, um, the F-35 is replacing it, but the F-35 is still a piece of shit, so until they got it figured out, we still have to dump a bunch of uh, Two thousand technology into an Atari
1: 2600. <laughs> yeah, that's <about> right. <laughs> When I used to work at the San Diego Aerospace Museum and we had a Harrier and uh, it was in our flying museum, but they were like, we'll never fly that piece of shit again. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
0: Only thing
2: everybody
1: I know is that it it,
0: it can go up. Yeah, it can go straight sure. up. That's, that's about...
2: Yep, you don't need a full carrier. You can get little LHDs and stuff like that too mm-hmm. and you know, some close air support, but it's it's a cool concept, and it's always yeah. fun to watch the air shows too. But it's just like every time you see that thing at an air show, just know that there was like almost a month of maintenance to get that. Thing. <laughs> like, I,
1: I had yeah. a customer at the Austin show a couple of weeks ago that actually lives here, um, and he's a police officer. He worked for LA County for thirteen years and left in his fourteenth year to get the fuck out of California and moved here. Yeah, man. This- and there's a cop
0: here so my dad my dad used to be an aircraft mechanic in the air force and uh he worked on f no t-38s t-38 i'm sure he'll t-38. Correct. Okay. um but he just said they had a marine harrier come in and they had to help me he said it's all fucking engine the whole thing's just engine
2: yep it's a big old engine like to get to the engine, you got to take the wing off jeez <laughs> yep and the engine is a Rolls royce pegasus engine
0: so it's expensive it's to work so, on. Is all you're it's, saying?
2: It's so it's so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, but like whenever we go, oh, we need to pull an engine. You should see the faces and maintenance control. Their eyes get so big and they get so upset. And I was like, yeah, blah blah blah. We find out the engine, door. we had a bird strike. It's an engine pull, and they're like, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot.
0: I remember going to the Air Force Base where they worked. They had T thirty eights and T thirty sevens, and I, uh, the T thirty sevens look like little like. Private jets, and then the T 38s i remember they got they were the Smurf. They got blue ones in at one point. Like I used to go be able to sit in them. I was like,
1: here is cool. a Rolls Royce Pegasus Mark one hundred six engine for sale, and it says price inquire. <laughs> that means you can't fucking <laughs> afford it. Is it Pegasus
2: one or two? Did it, does it say? Uh,
1: F A point two. Antoine's like, we need an extra one on on base. So if yeah. you. <laughs>
2: So put for sale on like,
1: Gov Deals for sixty seven hundred dollars.
2: That's actually not bad. That's not, That's all. Yeah. <laughs> well, that means. what well, that. what well, that means it's missing the, the generator be... and the deck use because the deck use box off a of ninety grand a piece. So. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs>
1: not on a pallet on the ground in an airplane hangar. Buyer responsible for all aspects of packaging and preparation for safe shipment. Oh, seller has a forklift, but you can't use it. That's what it fucking says on the ad. Oh, my, da- my dad told <laughs> me the Smurfs were AT-38s. So
0: they carried armament. Uh, but. <sighs> That's great. We have a forklift, but you can't use it. <laughs> <laughs> just throw that shit on your back.
3: It's fine.
2: <laughs> hey, guys. And, and just because um, all of you guys are near and dear to my heart. That uh, I'm actually gonna autograph the ones I send to you, so you gotta send me your address, oh, okay. so I can send you something. <laughs> and then I'll autograph- make
0: sure I don't and check the mail anytime soon.
1: Yeah,
2: I like, only check it out the asking, a month anyway. Everyone, <laughs> everyone's asking. The biggest question is, what snake is this in the picture? And that's a uh, inchy lace clown. So yeah,
0: that's that. That's that's the that's he, where everybody's going with this.
2: Yeah, it he, was in- a pretty penny. It wasn't the, it wasn't, and I don't think they're asking about the super black behind it. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to know that. what's a, what's
0: that thick black snake behind it?
2: <laughs> yeah, they don't want they wanted to know what the what the bright yellow one was. I'm like, what am I chopped liver? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so you gotta shoot me your address and I'll just I'll did. send I'll get the you guys some, out too. And some
0: black snake moan there. So so that'd be cool.
2: Oh man, I just thought it was a you know obviously it's a, it's a gag but it's also a good gesture and stuff too and you know, so if if something does happen to me, you know you guys can have this memento to hold near and dear to your heart. You I, uh, <laughs> well, I, I plan on holding it near and dear—not in my heart though,
0: but not near my heart. To keep it away from my wife. <laughs> oh, all man. right, all right, Antoine. If folks want to get a hold of you, so you can ignore them, what uh, what's the best way?
3: <laughs>
2: High of pythons everywhere. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, stuff too. So if you go on Morph Market. My phone number is on there, and I regret this every podcast because someone goes, "Hey man, just testing to make sure it's really you." I'm like, "Don't, don't fucking do that, dude." If you got a <laughs> legit question, if you got a legit question, I'll gladly ask. And if you guys want to join the League of Assassins on Patreon, it's patreoncom slash pythons, Where if you're in the VIP group, every 90 days we do a big giveaway. So at the end of the year, we're actually going to do probably like a triple head female or like a three to five thousand dollar animal. So.
0: Ooh, I could but win, I got, could win but, a ball but, python.
2: But you got to be in it for three months in order to be eligible for the contest. You can't just jump in, win, and then be like, "I'm out." You know. <laughs> so, um, so, but that's it, man. So, but thank you guys for having me, man. Well, thanks for coming on, guys, yeah, man. man. Thank you. You guys, you guys are, you, you guys are uh, two people I respect in this industry, James. I really mean that. So. Don't, <laughs> no, I, just,
0: I really wonder how many people hear me badmouth Antoine all the time. I wonder if I really don't like Antoine. Right.
3: What they don't realize oh,
1: yeah. is the people that you do that to are the ones you
0: actually
3: yeah. like. It's
2: just yeah, funny. I tell my students Wait, hey, I'm like, hey, kid, the, the, the kids I fuck with at the gym I'm like, you know, I know your name, so that means you're doing something. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> See, my problem for yeah. my students is if I know their name, they're probably doing something wrong because I've learned their name enough to tell them to shut up.
2: And speaking of students, too, want to shout out to my guy, Jacob Gallagher. Um, he's my longest running student. I had him from kindergarten until 12th grade. Oh, damn. He just, graduated, he just graduated Marine Corps boot camp this past week, and he came by the house.
0: Well, that's awesome, uh, awesome, Because pes- he actually has
2: a ball pipe on too, so he grabbed a small rat from me, and he took some pictures and hung out, too. So you just
0: turned him into a mini version of so, you? And
2: I, and I make sure to tell him, I said, look, don't get anyone pregnant right now, and don't get married. He goes, oh, I'm getting married in a month. I'm like, what the fuck, motherfucker? <laughs> <honey?" laughs> learn from my mistakes uh, god damn it but he graduated the same uh company in a battalion as uh as i did so that's, uh, that's awesome pretty awesome just you know you a well, company
1: when i lived in san diego it, it, i was in college and when you met a girl you ask her do you date marines and if she said yes just move on because there's two types of girls in San Diego. The ones that date Marines and the ones that don't. And the ones that date Marines generally have some psychological issues. And,
2: oh, dude, and so North Carolina has, a, you know, Eastern Carolina University, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have, so the ECU Pirates, they have a class, an in-doc class, explaining to you why you shouldn't date Marines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's the... So- I'm like, that's so awesome. We're doing a great job.
1: We also didn't go to Tijuana on Friday nights oh, because man. that's when boot camp graduated was Friday, and that's when all the nineteen year old Marines would be in Tijuana drinking and getting some donkey shows. You did not want to be there if you weren't a Marine, because uh, you know, they're full of pent up uh energy and and they'd be pink. They'd be bright pink. Oh yeah, they're they're ready to do a couple things, start with F. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, oh, TJ. Uh, every <laughs> time I think get a <laughs> little
3: glint in my eye. If,
0: if you want to get a hold of us, it is uh the Reptile Gummo Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and at gmail.com. Don't forget we have uh items on our store on Facebook. Uh check those out. Uh don't forget our doing our giveaway each week this month. So again, comment on our questions. Everyone that's commented on the questions this week will be drawn next week for another. Uh, infrared temp gun from our friends over at colossal constrictors and i think that's it uh great night awesome i'm so glad we finally got you on and thanks for coming on in super short notice i was really expecting you to go no i can't come on i was like fuck but
2: yeah Yeah, love you guys stay black (laughs) all right buddy (laughs) (laughs) hang out
1: for just a second Antoine. i will (laughs) All all right goodbye everybody